This is my best friend, Garth Elgar. Hi. I think we'll go with a little Bohemian Rhapsody, gentlemen. Good call. Little silhouette of a man. Scaramouche, Scaramouche, will you do the fandango? Thunderbolt and lightning, very, very frightening me. Galileo. 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 Oh, I'm just a poor boy, nobody loves me. He's just a poor boy from a poor family, sparing his life from this monstrosity. What are you doing here? You're partied out, man. Again. What if he honks in the car? I'm giving you a no-honk guarantee. Huh? Phil, um, if you're gonna spew, spew into this. Easy come, easy go. Will you let me go? And we are back for another week of SVS Fly Fishing Podcasting. Thank you for tuning in, and thank you for telling a friend what is going on, fellas. That's a great intro. I love that. Nicely done. You know what? If you're going to see you, see you in this. That makes me so reminiscent of high school, because one of our buddies, uh, we'll throw a name out, Jesse Wozniak, had a gremlin that he used to jump in my mom's backyard. <laughs> <laughs> we tried so hard to get in the paint and flames on it, like a, like Garth's gremlin. But man, he and and <clears throat> if he was gonna paint the flames on it, you, you got to put the licorice dispenser in as well. <laughs> you know, there, there it, you got to par- have that. You're partied out, man. You're partied out, man. <laughs> the licorice dispenser was my favorite. One hundred percent, no honk. So uh, we got a lot going on this evening. We got a little bit of fishing to catch up on. The weather's been 
crappy, but uh, we're making time to get out. And we have a guest coming on tonight, Michael McNaught, coming on to talk about the Monster Mash, some Canadian muskie, some ice fishing. Yeah, it's going to be that time of year. Eh. Eh? Yeah, it'll be good. <laughs> Throwing the A's around like water. It'll be good to get, you know, we talked to Michael before. Yeah. It'd be nice to get in touch with him or you know, catch up a little bit and uh, hear about the first Monster Mash. Yeah, we've heard about all the tournaments along the line so far, so it'd be nice to hear about this one for first time. First year event, and they had a good turnout, too. They Good job promoting it, and it's going to be exciting to hear about it. And everything I've heard, everybody seems like they had a hell of a time, yeah. man. Yep. That's all I've heard, and you see, you know, I mean, even on just social media and seeing posts and different things, you know, it seems like everybody's had a lot of fun. Yep. But tonight's show, coming to us live and hot from the Urban Fly Company Studios here in lovely West Middlesex, Pennsylvania. Come on, boys. Go check Yeehaw. out. Go check out UrbanFlyCompany.com. Also brought hey. to you by Predator Fly Gear. Find them at PredatorFlyGear.com. Yeah, that flies tied on ARX hooks. Anything from muskie to saltwater, they got you covered. Also, check out Sims Fishing, simsfishing.com, and all their sweet products. Also, Yeti, you can find them at yeti.com, and hit markup if uh, you're looking for some of them starter packs. I know that he's got them hot, they're ready to go. It's, uh, Tying what do you got, day. one, double, three singles, what are you, yep. what are you running? Couple, few you color doing color options. request, or is it just like packs you've done? Yeah, there's three different pictures packs up there now. Pick, go onto the IG and hit them up. on the website. Yep, picture up on there. There's three up. Got another one coming in a four-pack, and then a couple six-packs coming, too. So, And check out the app, The Dock, from uh, Why Not Fishing. It's a good way to uh, get in touch with other fishermen that might not be in your community, but, like, say you're going for a travel, that's a good way to, to meet some people, you know? It's a... Uh, Plenty of fish for fishermen. Yeah. Why not app Joe Gigiano? <coughs> Check out uh, if you want to go striper fishing next year. It's a good area up there. They promote it heavily. Yeah, man. He's he's uh, caught some good ones. Mm-hmm. So, uh, since we only have a little bit of time before Michael calls in, Jay, you go, you want to go over today's float a little bit? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, we woke up uh, you know, pretty early. Uh, the roads were actually a little icy this morning. They were a little, little, uh, we were, Jay said he uh, hadn't seen the S-Bends up by my house. By uh, It's been a while since I drove to Jason's, <coughs> full, like, out that far. Actually, I drove out the other day. I, I stopped and seen his mom. I was hunting right by there, but I didn't go that far. So hot. I'm getting there. I'm, I'm rocking right on time, <laughs> and, you know. You got a couple of things going on, taking a couple puffs, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you mean swigs of coffee, right? Pontif- Pontificate. <laughs> Once we put the raft in... Yeah, and I didn't see him get to my house. He drove 35, dude. Seriously. <laughs> oh, uh, I got whole- This morning. My wife uh, has a client that she cuts her hair. Her grandma lives. It was a little. It <laughs> was that what I seen when I was coming by coming back pat by there. I was construction. Co-
was, yeah, that was right where I, you know, that's 200 feet, 300 feet from where I slid uh, just a Got sick and he didn't. He was kind of. He kind of knew it was coming on a little. And you forgot your car at the house. So so listen. Oh, this is great. This is dude. Great. So sweet. So so exactly. Yeah. This is good. So, Real bad. You know, that's nice when you have two trucks. Well, you know what I mean? You could just mm-hmm. put the put the wrapped, the wrapped in either yeah. or. Yeah, and, and you don't have to. There's and you, Everybody jumps in and goes. It, it makes everything at the end, the portaging and, our, you know, back and forth very quick. And uh, and so he's, I call him, where are you at? He's, gonna sit around for a half hour are you coming or not i said no so we we're like all right jace back your truck up we're throwing it in there truck with jace all the stuff's already loaded in and we'd, we'd start rolling on the road i'm like man you got you got no, you got good tires he goes and, I, and at this point i'm like oh awesome perfect we go, <laughs> put me in my car we go back all the <laughs> every day so anyway so i'm like hey we go and then we drive back this puts another 10 minutes already counts minutes i stop so you know i'm i'm de-icing like just scraping the shit out of this thing this morning first thing you know after we go back it sucked jump in a cold car the only nice thing was i already put all my waders and all my gear on so i was nice and warm kept the kept jason the, was didn't prepare to drive he, he no. was he looked like all right i'm ready to just get in somewhere and ride to the river yeah but, but hopefully instead, dad's hopefully dad's passenger seat and sleeping for another uh, half hour Gene never drives all right so. you're, you're telling the story like shit so anyway jason <laughs> jason forgets to fucking that he even needs to be there, you know. He's <laughs> right. He's like, I'm just jumping here and ride my boat's in there, and I'm gonna ride down the road. We go what two miles, and then yeah. end of the road, and he's like, Ah, oh, fuck, I need my car. I'm like, Yeah, I thought you were gonna get like Uber or something. I don't know. What the fuck <laughs> Call a taxi. I, I don't think there's yeah, Uber. I don't think they have Uber out there. Somebody gonna help us out. But anyway, so we get back on the road. He's ripping ahead of me, and I'm like, This guy's crazy because it's icy out, and he don't have a truck, but. I ran it in, you know, four-wheel auto for a little bit, but we're on some steep, steep inclines starting out, you know, and some pretty wicked roads, bend, bendy out there. I was like, man, you could tell where they got more snow versus less snow up elevation you get on the hills. So I was like, I'm slowing down around these. He's just ripping away and getting there. And I'm Front-wheel like, drive car, you could, you could do your thing. Yeah, you're good. You're good. I know how it was. But I don't want to get this all sideways. Yeah, pick no, up, pick no. up trucks with no, no weight in the no, back. Yeah, no. a, little bit, a little bit different to whip back easily and, and, onto and, the road. And your buddy's raft in the back. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad you're being precautious. I, I appreciate your stuff. Yeah, so you I knew where you are going. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we get there. It's uh, 
it's nice out. It ain't. I don't know. They forecasted yesterday that it was going to be more windy than it actually was. It turned out, you know, they changed it and it was less wind, so it was actually snow falling real slow. Perfect morning. It we're start eight thirty. You know, we're not bad time. We're getting ready. We're rocking. We're in the water and fishing. It's going smooth, right? Yeah, oh, I thought smooth until Jason started just casting consistently in every tree. <laughs> casting into the trees. I like I like the edge. I'm like, man. If there's one thing about it, at least to be consistent with it. Yeah, yeah. I, I would throw it, it from one bank and get it out, but make sure it caught on the other bank while I did it. <laughs> I wanted to <laughs> I wanted to see that the one fly you lost it and you tied yourself. It looked really oh, good. Yeah, no, I caught some fish on it, like some smallies and shit. I I wanted to I tied it for for trout though earlier in the spring when you didn't take me, but I still had it. So <laughs> early spring's coming soon. It's always coming, but it's he'll leave you at home then too. Yeah, no, I it, it was a I thought it would fish good. I got a, maybe a couple casts with it, so it fished well. Yeah, I, I was breaking everything off. I, it though. fished I, well until it hit that tree, and then I couldn't row back. And I was doing stupid stuff. All my all my sink tips, I was just ripping the ends off. Uh, for some odd reason, I was like, well, there's one. Let me just switch that. And then there's another one. Oh, man, I was getting upset. And then I was fishing Jason's stuff. So, now we fished white primarily. I threw some other colors. I threw, what, a barely legal, barely legal yeah. for a while that was I thought would catch. It, was, it man, had, had olive top. It was nice, you know. But yeah, I, we fished that. Fished black? Yeah, we fished black. Yeah. All black, yeah. So, just fishing. Just I was fishing through areas like... Like you know how you you're in the zone and you're you're thinking you're probably it's it's not a time to mess up you know what I mean so your knees are bent you're stripping. you're in an athletic position exactly lean you know got your caps up against the seat for like his, ready his, to rock as surprised I we, did, we didn't put the the lean bar up at all today though not once I was surprised as as quick as the water was moving too you kind of just, it moved. It was fine. Yeah, you could just that was only that was the only issue. Like back on the seat, water was yeah. perfect, but it had that. It turned the speed up maybe one one. You know what I mean? From normal, it was it was up that you can, one little bit. You could bit. cook through there too. Oh, it cooks, and you get like up there. It's a little more um, like you know. It's a little more trenchy, mm-hmm. and you know, man, when it gets <laughs> barreling through there, the, oh, it, it doesn't matter how hard you back row. It, it you're goes, just the water just goes it. up and just goes way faster downhill, and mm-hmm. and it gets tough to you know. There is a, there is a decent bit of elevation there too, and that plays a big part. I mean, a lot of them cuts through there. Uh, well, they're fast. There, you know, there's a couple of pools uh, that you know, like you just get natural, you know, rock roll over and type of different things, structures, and <clears throat> that we've seen a lot of fishing. Mm-hmm. You know, and even in the spring, last spring, you know, a guy comes down out of his house or whatever camp there, and I'm like. He comes down. He goes, There's a couple big ones in there, and I'm yeah. I'm with my wife and my kid. I'm like yeah. I'm looking at them. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's two twenty plus inch fish sitting right there. They're right there. I could, I threw like I've talked about on the podcast. I threw everything in the fence. So, right, you know. Oh, I got I got the fish all nine. But we stopped in that pool today. I didn't see anything. I was so surprised. Even below it, there's a few rocks we hit fish on below that, and you know even where Chad had caught Tucked a nice. Tucked in, hiding good. Man, and there was I just felt like the water was. Just up a little, so you couldn't like the fish could just be anywhere. You, they weren't in any hole. Oh you yeah, you had to fish both the sides, whole river. Both sides looked as good as you know the middle versus the next hole, the hole you just passed. Like you're fishing like that. Just that's, keep that fly in the water. That's why I was, you know, yeah, you just, and make sure, you, in fact, strip it. Make sure you finish in front of you, you know, down all the way back because that's I think fish were 
more inclined to just sit in the middle today. You know, it wasn't yeah. wasn't ripping. They weren't pushed out or, you know what I'm saying? They didn't have to hide in the cuts. It was the same everywhere. And that's like I talked to you about earlier, too. That pressure system on a predator fish like that stung for this weekend. Yeah. I mean, we had, we had a solid drop starting late Friday that really wasn't supposed to hit till late Saturday. And they came in, you know, early Saturday morning, and it just... Oh, it was nasty yesterday. Yeah. Rain, my raft snowed ice. Well, the, my raft hadn't got out in a while, and you know, uh, since I think it you was got to fish when you can in October. Yeah, you know, it. in October, and can't, you know, can't change the weather. I'm. She was itching to get. I was itching to get her out. When I felt like when I was blowing her up this morning, like I was like bringing her back to life after like a month of sitting in the in the garage. Which like never like his ex. The, well, since you, you like his it, ex girlfriend, he pulled out the closet and was you like, "Fed holy water, oh, you know, bring like, it back to life." Like, you know, <laughs> barely has that boat even sat for a month at a time either, though. It doesn't, it, that thing doesn't sit. We use it consistently. And mm-hmm. it, yeah, so for it to sit that long, I just, man, I, it was it was good. It was fun to get it out. Regardless I got to, of it, we caught fish. We had a great shore lunch. I'll tell you that. Threw, JJ threw, threw a it nymph together, man. Even today. But I, I got to fish a spot that I remember standing in when I was a kid. Like, uh, where, where we always start? No, no, not no, where we talked I'll, about I'll, me I'll fishing when I was at. Uh, when uh, way back another day, but this this was when people were real awesome, and they would be like, "Yeah, you could fish right next to my house or uh, my trailer that sits in the woods, and he's a weirdo mm-hmm. or whatever." But uh, there's like huge rocks down through there. You you have you got to know it. Mm-hmm. Ben comes down, but it's some real big rocks. And I remember we had a gun back there we were shooting. This was so long ago. We used to go way back in there. You could drive back in there, and people didn't care so much. So where you guys put in? Today, my neighbor sent me a picture last week of a bear, like right walking through there. Yeah, because he was up hunting. I wouldn't doubt it, man. We were talking about that. I was like, uh, you know, to get a little bit off subject of our float, which our float, no fish were caught, no fish were harmed in our float. We had a great shore lunch. Jace had it all oh, hooked yeah, up with no, the deer the meat. We deer, don't have much time left. To deer meat was ready. It, it got mixed with some uh, what oh, sheephead mushrooms, eggs with yeah, some fried eggs. But this was all prep. We've done the night before and, you know, wrapped in tinfoil, heated up in five minutes. We were eating and that, ready to rock. But even the deer like that, cooked like that, and just heated back up like, like you know, we didn't even, like, we weren't, like, burning it down. Splashed like, it was just a little like, boom, bit boom, of water, water in there, some steam, get it man, hot, like, hot with the top on just it. Just splash in river water? Nah, nah a little I, bottle of water. Another thing, like, man, I don't understand where people get, like, the... <clears throat> I don't like to eat deer meat. It tastes gamey, or I just get all mine ground up or do jerky. Man, all the deer meat we've been eating in the last couple of weeks, I think tastes just as good as anything. I love it. Ours tasted don't like you... those mushrooms today. Yeah, oh, it was really good. Like them mushrooms. Oh. I, I cooked them separate, but I put them together, you know, in the tinfoil, and they uh, at, at night they must have just soaked down, and it was it was good stuff. We got to do this one again. I'm in for that. For sure. All yeah. day, every day, man. It was fun. We I, went. I love wild foraged food. Where oh, we start, you we couldn't we couldn't have sat. Dude, it pushed me right through it. Mm-hmm. It was so fast. Like I went there when the last time I think I was there was with Abby and them maybe, and you know I we where I could get out and actually walk out further, fish behind us in pools and catch fish and everything else. And so, yeah, it was it was moving today. It was just a little scary to get out. Jace had to jump out one time, almost broke his rods up in the tree <laughs> again, but. That was fun. It was fun to watch. He jumped right out of the boat quick. Over the side. I was ready. Yeah, no, it was <clears throat> pretty fun. Not not so winter yet here. We're starting to get some ice on top of some ponds and stuff like that, but 
Uh, open water is still game, man. It's rocking. Yeah. And we'll be out there. Like I had the, fun streamer fishing for the first time in a, a while. What are you going to do? What the game is, don't catch them till you catch them. That's right, man. You suck you, suck. you don't suck. Then you suck some more. Yeah, you always remember when you catch them. All right. Well, hey, let's uh, let's come on back with Michael McNaught. Michael McNaught, what's happening, brother? It's been a long time since we've talked. Yes, it has, guys. At least the uh, full full season, anyways. I know. Last, last time we were on the last, last time, we, time talked. we were talking, I was out in the water. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. <laughs> and uh, I know last time we talked, you uh, you just made your newest video. Uh, That's right. The pursuit, or no, oh, the pursuit the was the first one. Grind. The grind. Yeah. Pursuit so what's was been, number one. So grind was number two. So what's been going on since then? Uh, well, just trying to put more film or uh, fish on film, and we've got this, uh, you know, monster mash event that we sparked. Uh, you know, just trying to raise the the musky awareness i guess you would say here in ontario and get more people into the sport and into the fish and uh you know monster mash was uh the first of canada's kind ever fly fishing for muskie uh it was inspired from a bunch of my friends that traveled down to the beach of the east um and then they were just like this has to happen here just the camaraderie down there of the muskie guys um how it ran um and it was amazing just to see just how many people will come together to chase one fish and even at our event the the, the monster mash you look around and you're like there's this many people out there that like to chase these fish this is friggin' cool <laughs> so and it's the same thing down at the beast of the east you know it's a lot of people that you know you talk to over social media and it's an event like that that you can put finally a um you know, meet the person and, and physically talk to them one-on-one. And that's what it's all about, bringing people together. So can, I, I want to hear what goes into it. I want to hear what goes into a little bit of the, the pre-work, the leg work that, uh, that goes into making the Monster Mash such a great event that it was. Oh, there was a lot in behind of it, uh, behind it. And there was multiple people in behind the scenes that did a lot too, but, uh, you know, we, we had all these silly ideas and then it was a group conversation that, you know, five of us had on Facebook that we would just sort of bounce ideas back off each other. And then I was the actual one putting everything on paper and writing it all down. Um, and then ideas became, you know, we put together an itinerary and figured out what you do on the Friday, Saturday, Sunday and how everything would run. Um, I'm very lucky enough to be friends with Nick Pugic, who got me involved with uh, the municipality of Tweed, and uh, Rochelle, who runs uh, the tourism department in uh, Tweed, and she is a big help when it comes to events, as she does it already at, at Stokoe Lake, but for like ice fishing and um, for crappie and crappie in the spring. She just never done a fly fishing event, so everything was sort of in place with her that we needed to to do so once that connection was made everything fell into place pretty i want to say smoothly it wasn't smoothly there was like very strong beliefs on both sides and what you know strong we're, we're we're very passionate people so when we want something we're a believer of it but 
like I said, at the end of the day, when it all came together, it ran so smooth. It was incredible. And the feedback we got from the people was, it was amazing. You know, like, and, and the thing was that an event, an event like this hadn't happened in Ontario for over five years for fly fishing. Um, so to bring that back into, into Ontario and see the camaraderie of the people in Ontario getting back together and have an event like this where we're talking and, 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 you know, it was funny, like you had team vision there, you had like, um, all these different teams and, and, but yet people came together and we're all friends. It's like, I love seeing that. And that's what, in our idea, the whole thing was like, this has to be for fun. And you know what, it, it, we had, and we never had any cash prizes, so it wasn't really a tournament, but it was more for fun. We had, we had a prize for the, the biggest muskie caught. We had a prize for the smallest muskie caught. And we had a prize for it was bait. And that was for any other fish but a muskie. Um, yeah, it was pretty fun. Uh, and, and, and the awards that were gave out for those was a, a carved out wood pumpkin with our logo, which was the Grim Reaper figure eight with the muskie beneath it. Um, so it was pretty cool for, to give people that and it said on it, you know, largest muskie, smallest muskie, all other fish are bait. But the, the lag working behind it was like, you know, writing down how the days were going to work, what was going to happen, um, who could I get involved? And then it was going after sponsorships and, 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 and getting the companies behind this idea of having such an event, which was at first, kind of hard because it was something we were scratching of out of, of draft, and we had nothing to go by. Um, luckily, once we opened up the uh, the registration, it filled up pretty fast, and we had tremendous support from amazing sponsors. Which, in, in all honesty, none of this would have happened without the support from the sponsors and the hard volunteer work from people who just wanted to make this event happen and see it, see it work. So um, what kind of, uh, no, the waterways that were involved, did you have uh, rivers and was it all lake systems or, you know, what waterways it was were included? A lake, it's a lake system that have multiple rivers that come in and out of it. And we gave people the option to fish the rivers, but only accessing the rivers from the lake. Um, we only had one drift boat in the whole event, which was great. And he had, it, the lake's okay for a drift boat. He had a little motor on the back. Um, the rest we had, you know, anything up to 150 horse to a drift boat. So the lake is very fishable. Guys this year caught muskies in a kayak out of that lake. So, um, you know, I'm a believer too. It's the right spot, right time. So yeah, what? Absolutely. What was the the end up turnout for the uh, for the event? So we we had a max limit at thirty people. I think we we had twenty six or or thirty teams, and we had twenty six teams sign up. We had over fifty. I think it was fifty four anglers, both men and women. We had uh, two women's team, um, another team of men and women. Um, we had an international team. We had a guy from Canada, a guy from the U.S. join up. Um, so that was pretty cool. Um, their team name was team, uh, something, uh, breaking borders or something like that. Or it was, it was funny. It was, everyone had like a quirky name of the team, which was great. You know, that, that good, 
um, sense of humor went a long way, especially in a, in a fun event, right? You know, people had a great time about it. Um, so, yeah, there was 54 anglers, which was tremendous for our first year. Um, everyone, not everyone, but the most people that uh, on the Sunday before leaving rebooked for next year at the place they stayed at. So huh. that was that that was really uh, uh, overwhelming to see that happen. I think on the Sunday before everyone left, the owner of the resort said he was like 75% booked for next year this time from these people. So for being a shot. So to see that. To see that comeback was 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 amazing. I was gonna say for being a shot in the dark, you uh, opening it up first year doing it. That has to be great, like a great feeling for you yourself to have yeah, and to have it, that kind of was. response. It, yeah, it was a great feeling, and just everyone in behind it too. That like, you know, on the Saturday night we had a pig roast, so uh, it was that was a part of the we had a, we had a free dinner, a part of the entry fee. I had my friend Victor Cooper, who performed live music during the dinner and three hours of the night. We had a huge tent set up in case it rained, and plus, you know, you need somewhere sort of warm and somewhere for people to eat. So it was well organized in that aspect, and that was all due to Rochelle, and and that was all local people. So it was great to be able to bring in local business and support the community. Um, I think something like 40000 I don't want to say an exact number, but around there was brought into the community throughout the weekend from the event. So it's amazing how you can bring that much money and, and, you know, just bring revenue into an area in in a down season too, in fall time. Everyone's like, why'd you pick fall? It's cold. I'm like, yeah, it's cold, but the fish are, you know, that's when the fishing's really good. And it turned out it was like, we had a great day on Saturday but we had a front that came in on the Sunday. So we had to actually cancel the fishing on the Sunday due to the wind and rain, but it made the Saturday fishing off the charts. We couldn't have asked for a better day. We had 10 fish caught. What, uh, what were the dates of the, of the tournament and what are they going to be next year? So every year it's the weekend before Halloween every year. And, and, and that's why the monster mash, um, this year it was the 25th to the 27th and next year i believe it is um the 23rd to the 25th did anyone really uh take the monster mash uh halloween theme and run with it and go musky yeah, fishing we had in teams that dressed, <laughs> yeah we had teams that had costumes out there no joke dressed up as pirates it was pretty funny <laughs> yeah um i uh, I don't know who else. Uh, I don't know if there was one or, or there might have been a few teams that did that. There was some. There was some funny stuff that went down. It was great. Like, for instance, we had uh, the captains' meeting on the Friday night at a local tavern. Like, there was food and drinks and whatnot for people to have. And the team that won had never fished for muskie <laughs> in their life. Not even fly fished for them. They're fly fishermen, but just never targeted muskie. They got told by an older guy in the bar where to go to find a good fish and they went to that spot and they got a 47 inch muskie <laughs> that's how you do it man that's all. You gotta, right like you take local knowledge and you run with it like if a guy tells you i bought a drink like, or two how many shots do you want right now after you tell me that? Exactly. I'll, buy, I'll put your tabs on me tonight <laughs> that old guy that's a wise you know, man <clears throat> yeah he must have been drunk he told the damn truth 
<laughs> that's the, yeah. So, with that tournament being over, looking back, did... All right, we're back, guys. Yeah, so uh, what else happened at the tavern? So, uh, there was a team at the tavern that decided to, uh, you know, stay to the very end, closed it down, and about 2, 2.30 in the morning, I decided to come back to the the uh, resort we were all staying at, and 45 minutes the wrong way, they would think, you know, we're going the wrong way, guys. We should have been there by now. And yeah, sure enough. So they turn back and start realizing, yeah, we walked the wrong way. And there's police officers that are driving back and forth just to make sure that, you know, these guys are okay. You know, they're not causing no trouble. Just we're more concerned about their well-being. And uh, they're trying to flag the police officers down for a ride. And they're not having it and, you know, doing, <laughs> doing some funny things and the, the police aren't having it. So they let, they just let them be and they just drive by and the guys like, yeah, we never seen them again. And they get back to their place. It's real late. And the event started, I think it was eight o'clock in the morning on Saturday. And we did a, a blast off style. Like, you know, you do in a bass tournament and it came to that number of that team. They weren't there <laughs> to be blasted <laughs> off. So, we bypassed the number and away we went and I was out on a pontoon boat and we were taking pictures and doing some photos and about an hour goes by and we go back to the cabin and I realize, okay, there's that boat, team's still in bed. There's the only, there's the only cabin with a bump board in front of it. This has got to be them. <laughs> so I go and I knock on the door and I'm just like, guys, you got to get up. You know, it's been an hour into the event now. Come on, let's, you know, get out there and. The one guy's just like, leave me alone. The muskies don't bite till the afternoon. I'm going back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Well, I can't say I didn't try, right? Like, I can't say that, you know, they can't blame me for it. So He sounds like he knows it all, man. Leave him alone. Oh, yeah. He, they, so his teammate, you can hear his teammate in there, you know, he gets up. And about an hour later, they come outside. They get in the boat. And then, like, 45 minutes later, they come back to shore. They get a bite to eat. Then they go back out. And then, sure enough, afternoon is when the muskies bite. And I was the one receiving all the pictures of the muskies on the bump board to verify there's a fish caught. And sure enough, there's their phone number. Told you, muskies don't bite until the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> told you. Leave me alone next time. I was like, time. you guys are buggers. <laughs> <laughs> were they, uh, were they uh, local guys or... No, they were not. They were, they were from Ontario, but they, I think it was their first time ever fishing the lake. Um, just a great bunch of guys, you know. It's just, and, and, and they were there just to, just to have fun and enjoy the event. It wasn't nothing serious for them. And sure enough, they, they got a good one, too. I think they lost another one. So they had, they had a pretty good day. It was pretty comical, actually. <laughs> they were obviously there just for a good time. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. So and and yeah, that's just it. You know, everyone enjoy themselves, have a good time. You know, it, it's musky fishing. We can't guarantee something fish are going to get caught. Luckily that day a lot did. So but, uh So with the success of uh the this year is it, you know, this is going to become an annual tournament and is it going to be held on the same waters for next year or is that that going to be a changing thing up there cuz you guys got a lot of water to fish? There is a lot of water to fish up here, yeah. Um, I know the event's going to stay put for a few years. Like, the lake that we fish has a lot of fish in it and has a lot of big fish in it, so that's a plus for us. Um, 
there was talk about maybe opening up to another lake as well that's close by but i think for now we're just going to run i think the only time the only way we're going to see the need to move or expand is if the number of volume of people that want to um come to the event grows um if that happens and then, then you know you can't put that many anglers on that you know that body of water you'd have to expand the the lakes or or find something else but to be honest like where it is and and how it's ran with the community of tweed it's uh it's bang on it's money uh you know the the resort's right on the water everything's within walking distance as long as you walk the right way (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh yeah it's and, and, and like everybody at the event seen a fish that was one question on the sunday asked by uh by chris fall he asked everyone in the tent on sunday who here all seen a muskie raise your hand and everybody rose their hand 52 not everyone people caught a muskie yeah, 50 some people that's crazy yeah so out of 54 people everybody seen a muskie um wow. you know everyone uh, one team had a heartbreak they lost a giant right at the net hmm uh yeah so it's there was definitely highs and lows of the event and seeing a team win that had never were canadians yeah they were canadians are they targeting muskie now more frequently. Uh, they will be yeah <laughs> they will like i've noticed this guy on like on social media a lot more like tying musky flies and just he's got you would think about opening it up to uh another lake if there's more interest and more teams playing. Um, yeah are there many people gear fishing it like during the tournament during the event and then one guy jigging for walleye he was an old guy um the lake which is really nice you know they don't have to and and we'll be i'll be honest too like that lake we fish it never gets a We seen thirty seven muskies in one day. Oh, what? Like that's shit. A, that's, yeah. all. that's a, any big ones? Well, uh, yeah. Or oh, yeah, a lot giant. of big ones. I mean, how how's uh, the ratio on, on a thirty seven? A lot of those fish we seen probably was you know you never want to say that magic number, but you know it <laughs> it, it, it was it was forty nine inches. <laughs> at least right <laughs> it was right there yeah uh, we like no and he's standing on the front of the boat i'm like we're coming out of the river into the lake where it opens up and i'm like jay just bomb one right down that neck he's like why i'm just like just do it do it so he bombs one right down the neck strip 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 and then i'm looking the other way and he just freaks out i'm like what he's like shovel head shovel head He's like, if it wasn't 48, it was 49 and three quarters. I'm telling you right now. And he just, <laughs> he's losing it, right? Like, 
so like you know there's a lot of big fish in there uh but yeah no there's there's other lakes that are close by that hold uh just as good a fish if not bigger so yeah you get if, if it grew and it was an event that grew um again we were lucky to have the municipality of tweed uh provide the insurance for the uh event so that was one good reason of having it there um if we went elsewhere we'd have to find either fund it with our insurance like get funding for insurance or go some other route with doing that so it was good to work with the municipality that way because they covered a lot of stuff for us so that's all like public fishing you're you can't organize a tournament without getting permits and things like that same as it would be here yeah like you can't like close off water to people gotcha and that's anywhere that's anywhere people are going to fish no matter what so uh besides the drunk guys uh walking the wrong way was was there any other funny stories from the uh from the monster mash um funny stories there was uh well there was a lot of like you know just everyone telling their just musky stories like we had rick Pustich there he was doing book signings for us he fished in the event which was really good um it was nice to finally meet him um you know dave brought some uh kentucky bourbon down which is some nice stuff uh, that was smooth uh <laughs> dave huff uh I'm, I'm you guys are probably familiar with dave huff oh yeah, yeah we know dave yeah, yeah we go way so, back yeah, he, he, <laughs> yeah, Dave was at the event, so Dave's a real good guy. I, I, yeah, I've become really good friends with him. Um, you know, no, it was just good camaraderie about us. You know, like we had, like I said, we had an ideas prior to the event. Like we were gonna do like uh, casting the fly into pumpkins to win prizes. <laughs> you know, that would like, be a great idea. Like, yeah, we were gonna have like three different sized pumpkins set up, like small, medium, and large, and if we get you know, a giant fly into the small pumpkin, you'd win a great prize. Um, you know, and we were lucky enough, Sims donated two uh, suits, insulated suits with the bibs and jackets. We had uh, G. Loomis uh, donate uh, the new IMX uh, Pro-Am Musky Rod. Um, oh, yeah. uh, Bob, Bob Miser from uh, um, Oregon, he donated one of his hand custom made rods and rode on the blank 2009 Monster Mash. Um, and then we, we, we actually did a raffle and we uh, raised $2,500 for the raffle. And then we don't, we ended up donating that to, uh, um, in Tweed, they're building a, a, a park for kids and whatnot. So we donated all that money towards the park. Awesome. So and so it all went to a good cause in the end. That's that's our goal. That's what we said with like so my goal with this event was to, I had two goals. I, I I wanted to make sure everyone left with something in their hand. And even if that meant we couldn't raffle prizes off and someone had to leave with a G Loomis rod <laughs> just for being there, that was gonna no joke, that was gonna happen. We were lucky enough to have great sponsorship step up where we could raffle things off and we had everyone leave with something in their hand. We, I think we valued at least everyone left with roughly about $100 of product in their hand. Holy smokes. Yeah. I had Martin Bodwin from the Flyman Company step up pretty large and send me a big package of shanks, um, eyes, heads, body tubing, 
Um, I had Partridge Hook Company step up large and give me hooks. So I put together packages for everybody. Um, and then we had tons and tons of donated prizes from other sponsors that on the Sunday, we just called numbers. And if your number got called, you'd go up and pick the prize. That sounds like fun, man. That sounds like a goddamn blast. <laughs> that, that, that was our goal from, from day one, you know, just bring people, like-minded people together. Uh, enjoy muskie fishing and and my goal like my thought was is i know muskie and they're not always going to cooperate so you need my thought was the saturday night and like the raffles and the giveaways have to be just as good as the fishing you know because if not people are going to some people might get disappointed so at least if you have you know the pig roast the live the live music the raffles and the giveaways that put smile on people like that that was worth it right there for people then you yourself did not fish no i didn't did, i didn't uh, fish it's did, did basically jay and my fish? home lake uh, yeah jay fished uh fishbowl fished uh they, their team name was three day mad uh that was chris that was fishbowl's team and kim rude three a mad comes from when we go on a fishing trip they always joke around that their wives get mad for three days so they're on a three-day mad now <laughs> so they called them so they called it team three-day mad um jay and chris mortier they they run predator fly company so they were just team pfc um but yeah no it was great we had team vision we had a team from quebec uh i forget all the team's names there there, there was a lot of funny team names i i wish i had them it was pretty it was pretty good the names that, that people came up with was uh, was genius. And you said you were riding around on a pontoon taking photos, right? Yeah, we were taking photos. And uh, I had my friend Nick Pugic at uh, Vantage Point Media House. Uh, he had one of his uh, um, one of his workers out with me, uh, Brady Rogers. So he was out there with the drone. He had the red camera and uh, another like Canon camera, and he was taking pictures basically going to do a video up for next year for promotion that that was where i was going i was going to see if there's going to be a video coming out about that's it. awesome nah, nah, yeah he does, he does great yeah. work yeah i know he does do great work he's yeah he's he's the in my opinion he's the best in the business but um and and that's like I, i've had a few visions going forward of where i'm going to and that was always a part of what i wanted to do was basically have an event like that that got filmed and that would bring people to it knowing that you know hey you know we were out there in the boat for a while we never actually got a fish hooked up on film but we got some cool shots when the fog was lifting off the water the boats taken off actually the first boat that took off had to slow down because no joke we had a deer crossing uh crossing the lake <laughs> it can't, um, it can't so get more canada the, than yeah that. No, Right? No joke. One of the teams actually. <laughs> if it was a moose, then it would be. Like, yeah, if it was a moose, then you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the teams actually sort of guided it to shore and made sure no one hit it because the fog was lifting up. It was, you know, visibility wasn't full. Um, so one of the teams was nice enough just to sit there with it and made sure it got to shore. But I, I was just assuming the thing got pushed in by coyotes chasing it, right? Like, it's not going for a swim and 
the end of October for fun. So, so they brought it back to just, shore with the coyotes. <laughs> no, it, no, it followed it the way it wanted to go. It stayed, they just stayed far back enough from it that it just, they weren't like causing it to panic, but just to make sure that no one else was going to come full blast and not see it. So is there, is there anything else about the tournament that we haven't hit on that you want to? Um, yeah, it was just amazing. Tremendous work from all the sponsors. And like I said that before, the, the volunteers, um, it's only going to grow. It is like, I, I, I know everyone says they're going to be back from next year. Um, and it was funny. We had 26 teams out there and once all the boats got fishing, there wasn't really, you couldn't really like tell there was a lot of boats on the lake which was really good there was only one or two spots where a lot of boats sort of congregated in one area and it was understandable that's you know it was, it was a fishy spot so you know people are going to go in there and, but everyone gave each other space no one crowded no one yeah it was it was it was a great event um couldn't have asked for a better location to have it we were right on the water people pulled their boats up right at, we had the dock for that so um and even to the point where, like, the owner of the resort was helpful and one of the teams had a battery that died on them. So we ran a battery out to this team while they were on the lake and let them use one of his batteries. It was for their trolling motor and fish finder. Awesome. So, you know, super, yeah, super helpful in that aspect. It was just, yeah, an all-around enjoyable event. And, you know, we had hoodies made up. uh it was, uh, yeah, can't wait for next year, to be honest. It it was so funny. It was so nerve-wracking leading up to it and, like, thinking, you know, you're overthinking a lot of things that you shouldn't be. But for me, it was my first event. And then watching it go so flawlessly, it's like, wow, realistically, for next year, there's only tiny little minute things that have to be tweaked to really make this thing go, like, even better. But to be honest, you could just leave it the way we did it, and it would still run so smooth. Yeah, man, it's crazy how sometimes, like, if you, you prepare and prepare and prepare, and you're still super nervous, but it, it just goes off, man. Yeah. You know, it's like the field of dreams. You know, if you build it, they will come. <laughs> the, field, uh, and the field of muskies. And you guys have, you know, you have a wonderful, wonderful muskie fishery where you, you know, in, in Ontario yeah. and in Canada. So you have you have the area for it as well. So there was no doubt you had multiple first time musky catches in that tournament. Yeah, there was there was there was the the bite windows that definitely proved themselves on Saturday. <laughs> and even like Dave Dave came up with his guys for a week. They came up on the Wednesday before the event and then stayed till the Wednesday after the event and then fished all the waters around it and they their, his two friends caught their first muskie on the fly up here, which was super incredible, super awesome. You know they're always going to remember that lake. And are you capping it at 30 next year again, too? That That is probably our plan. Um, we said that we're going to open registration a week in advance to everyone that signed up this year. And then after a week, if they haven't signed up, we're going to open it up for everybody. And then... The 30 will max out, and then 30 is a good number. Like, unless we hit it super quick, we'll make a decision maybe to add 10 more boats or so, or maybe a new location, but see where it goes from. 
I, to be honest, when this event started, my, my max was 20 boats, 20 teams. That was at 20 teams. And then it was Nick and Rochelle both pushed me to be like 30. I think we can do 30. I was like, I don't know. And sure enough, when we surpassed 20, they both like called me and they're like, see, we did over 20. This is 21. There's 22. There's 23. I was like, whoa, geez. Told you, Michael. Really going good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was like, again, and then having the seminars prior to the event, and we plan on doing that next year too. Chris folded it. And, you know, he's a perfect person for it. He's a very good public speaker, very good with explaining things. Uh, whether you're, you know, n- brand new to the sport or, you know, you just want to try to find out how to do your figure eights a little bit better, you know, whatever it is, he's the guy that, you know, will tell you and explain to you thoroughly what you need to do to make that happen. So to have him do that was great. We had G Loomis give us a couple of rods to be able to uh, use for that seminar um, for people to come cast also. So that was very nice of them. Lots of support. It couldn't have been any better. Like I said, it's been over five years since an event like that has happened in fly fishing in Ontario. So to bring that back to Ontario, an event that was all fly fishing, you know, that was what needed to happen. And, and, and now that people thank me for that or thank, thank, thank us for that. They were like, you know, to have something like this, it's great because it's died here in Ontario and, you know, people are like, it was like, when is it going to arise again? When are people going to start having events and doing such? So I think it was the biggest event in Ontario all all of this or for, for this year for fly fishing. So that, for the first year, that was huge. So uh, change gears a little bit. And, you know, how was, uh, you know, from the tournament, how was your personal fishing for the year? Did you get out a lot? Did you, you know, were you grinding it out and, uh, Oh, I didn't get out as much as I'd like. We had some motor issues with the boat. Uh, a couple of pistons went in the boat, so I was out of commission in that aspect. Um, I still had an okay season. I think I put five in the in the net this year. My biggest was a 45. Um, lost a nice one at the end of the year. We fished the Friday prior to the Monster Mash at a lake close by to, uh, to Stoko Lake, and lost a decent one there but you know what like you get one fish in a season it should be good you should be happy so any like yeah it was a great year for me uh, i didn't fish as much as i normally do but i was okay with it um next year will be different um definitely plan on logging a lot more hours next year and fishing some new water i want to fish some new bigger water big fish i love my big water big fish so that's definitely uh, future plans. We did our St. Clair trip this year. We fished 32 degree, or no, 34 degree water this year, which was like one of the coldest waters we fished. And we grinded two days straight, didn't catch a thing. But it was sort of, it wasn't just us. It was the gear guys not catching nothing either. So to see that happen, I was okay with it. It was like last year we went down to St. Clair fish 36 degree water gear guys are just pounding them and we can't even get a bite that was tough that's demoralizing (laughs) yeah oh that's brutal it's 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 just brutal (laughs) so when was that uh that was maybe three weeks ago now so three weeks ago we were down on st Clair. 
just so you know, Jay and I went to the Niagara River like three weeks ago. Didn't catch yeah. shit. Yeah, and, and didn't see shit. We weren't musky fishing, but we were trying to fish for lake trout and steelhead. Didn't see shit. Yeah. And you know, we go in years past, you know, the same kind of weekend, not too far off within weeks of time. And I've, you know, we've hooked 200 fishing in a weekend in three or four days. And this year, not a single fish. And it was just, the water high down there? It wasn't high. It was just cold. And it dropped, I would say, 10 degrees or 8 degrees in a week's time. And Well, that, that that's what all the guys were saying down on St. Clair. That cold yep. snap we had mm-hmm. just wrecked the fishing. Yeah. They're like prior to that cold snap, it was crazy, and then that cold snap came through, and it just turned everything off. Just perfect, huh? <laughs> just oh, how you, just how you, yeah, you, yeah, like, you know, right when you take a trip. As any any kind of fisherman, it's it's hard to plan a trip on a time. You know, a time of year yep. you say, I, I, you know, three months out, I want to, or four months out, I want to plan this trip. You know, I have this time off, say per Can't se. Can't do it. Yeah, it, that's really hard to do. Yeah. No. You can't, like, the only time I can plan trips is summertime. And then I'm planning it off moon phase. But come fall time, I'm like, I will try to base off moon phase, but my weather systems will always trump my moon phase come fall time. And then it's just like, okay, are the winds laying down? Is the front coming? If there's a front tomorrow, I don't care what the moon's doing because I'm out. <laughs> like, <laughs> time to go. Seriously, no joke. Like, that's just come fall time, you can't plan. Because if a front moves in, be out there. Because if you're not, then you're missing the window. Yeah, man, for like, sure. I'm, I'm the believer that I'm a believer that weather trumps moon phase, especially like, but like summertime. You know, you get those systems that come in, and sometimes they'll spark the musky bite. Like, you know, you'll have those hot days, and then you'll have like those heat storms that roll in that cool things off a few degrees, and that actually triggers the bite. You know what I mean? So I'm, in the summertime, I'm, I don't mind to do the moon phase, but come fall time, it's it's more weather than moon. Like if the weather's not lining up and the moon's lining up, then yeah, I'm gonna fish that fish that window. But yeah, and this is time of the year too. I mean, they know winter's coming. They're gonna be hunkering down. So when they can eat, it. they're gonna put a lot on. That's it. And if you can get out prior to a front, I'm a, yeah. Like I've had too many good experiences post front like well look at the monster mash we had 10 muskies caught the next day we had like 50k wins with like 25 millimeter rain (laughs) wait we we don't understand that bud sorry (laughs) sorry let me get my calculator i gotta translate that (laughs) yeah are you talking about wind and miles per hour and shit (laughs) yeah we were like um i don't know it was blowing huh it was, yeah, it, it was the, the winds were gusting. It was the trees were laying down flat. <laughs> so, so what was a what was that largest fish in the total in the tournament? Was it 47, 46, it or a 47 inch uh, muskie? And like I said, it was the first one he'd ever caught. And then <laughs> I great. our smallest one was like a 28 or a 29 inch muskie. Just a beast. That's cute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah like 10 10 of them caught uh and yeah like it was great seeing all the pictures coming in that people were getting them it was unreal pike was caught so that was the so uh, all other fish is bait award so um, just a two we, two day of fishing then since it got cut short 
It did. Well, it was two. Well, it was it only one day of fishing. Like it's scheduled for two days, Saturday, Sunday, and and we would end Sunday at around uh, I believe one o'clock was our end time. But because of the storm on Sunday, we had to call Sunday. So it was just the one day of fishing. Yeah, that weather trumps everything, right? <laughs> Except it safety. Got to fish when you yeah, can, well, but you yeah, got to fish when you can, like said. Well, it was funny. Like us as an event organization, we couldn't send people out. Like you know, I, I even had a a, a, a very well respected fly fisherman going to me. It was like on Saturday there was no wind, and I almost hit myself with my fly. He was like out there today. I'm gonna smoke myself, and I'm gonna get a hook in me. He was like, you know. So as an event, we can't send people out to do that. Like, so I had, to, I had to cancel it. And then I said, but by all means, if you guys feel safe going out in that, have at it. So there was actually a couple teams that did go out. Um, you know, and not everyone had the boat to fish in it either. So that was another thing too. Um, you mean the you guys know, in the drift boat couldn't go out boat. in that? Right. That would be <laughs> tough. It was great. We, we, we had a, I had this image in my head. And I got it like a couple of nights before the event because I know the guy was coming in the drift boat and I was just like, I could just see this image. So I talked to the camera guy, Brady, and he was like, I told him my image. He was like, let's make this happen. So what it was, was we had a blast off, right? And what I wanted was we were going to give the drift guy a five minute window ahead of everyone, right? I told him I wanted him on the oars and I wanted the drone in the air right on him as he's like digging in so hard, like... <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and the yeah. drone is just on him. It sees nothing but him just digging in, digging in. And then the drone pans out. And as it pans out, it goes over the drift boat. It sees that he's on a big body of water. And then you'd have like five or six boats in behind him coming up on plane and just curve <laughs> around them and come in front of them. I thought that would be the sickest image to have for like the beginning of our video. Did you get we it? going to have for that. Only downfall was was the batteries for the drone weren't wasn't working first thing in the morning, so we couldn't get the drone in the air. So it actually never happened. But oh. yeah, it did. That is so a good idea. Maybe, next year, yeah, we maybe get it next year. Who knows? But I I just envision that as like that would just be so, just him digging in, sweat pouring off him, digging in, <laughs> and then just hands out, and he's like one fifties just up on plane. Car right in front of them. <laughs> Wakes rolling up over the side of the boat. That'd be hilarious. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> At least he gave her hell, though. Oh, he was a good sport, man. Scott, His name's Scott Thompson. He was he was a good sport on that aspect. Yeah, He was like, I got a drift boat. I don't care. I just want to be a part of the event. I'm like, dude, you're more than welcome to come. Yeah, like, so that's how, like, that's how like into it people were. They didn't care what they had. They didn't care that they were limited to what they could do. They just wanted to be a part of it. He don't gotta feel bad. I fished a drift boat on a lake in a windy competition. <laughs> hey, <laughs> it, was, it was great fun. Thirty six. You though. can catch fish. At, you, you can catch fish out of anything, right? You just gotta, like I said, right oh, spot, it, right time. That's it, man. And and we, you know, we showed up late and did our damn thing in in that little drift boat with manpower instead of horsepower so <laughs> yeah it was it was a fun day until it got a little windy then then things got rough he didn't go out the next day did he no no oh, okay. he didn't no yeah no. it'd be a, uh, to get him on the other side 
Yeah, ninety five percent of the people called it. They were like, "Yeah, no, we're not going out in that. That's just too crazy." That's awesome. So, so outside yeah, of sorry, oh, we were just gonna jump into something a little different. I was, I was wondering, is there any more videos in the works here? I know you, you said you had a had a busy season. I don't know if you worked on anything else or, or you're getting prepared to do anything. Um. Nothing is like in the works right yet. Always putting stuff in libraries and you know trying to build up footage. That's the hardest part. But not getting out on the water this year was really hard to build that up. So it was it was a busy year just all around, not just on the water. So hopefully next year we'll get more into that. And you know, my girlfriend at the time she she's right into musky fishing too so that's pretty cool to have her beside me in the boat um she actually fished in the event so that was really cool her biggest is a 40 48 so does she does she only fly fish has she gear fished or she's yeah she's gear fish she's fly fish she's done it all do you have a picture of her with a 48 above your mantle (laughs) <laughs> not at the moment but no it, you know the funny thing about the 48 was about five minutes prior to her catching that i caught a 47 and i was like all manly and i'm like yep here's the rod that's the biggest one have at it now <laughs> i'm gonna pack up the boat and as i start packing up the boat looking the other way she's like i got one i'm like i looked over the rods just torqued i'm like you got one what do you mean like Fish comes to the surface, I freak out. I'm like, oh my god, this is a giant. Goddamn women yeah. have a way to bring you down, don't they? Oh, yeah. It, it, <laughs> yeah. What did she and say? the funny thing is, too, is I've yet to catch a bigger one than that. She's still on top with that yeah. 48. Does uh. she say mine's bigger? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, mine's yeah. bigger. Every, every inch counts there, boys. Yeah, all, all of them. <laughs> Her, you heard is, that lesson the hard way. Hers is way closer to 49 and three quarters than yours. <laughs> That's for sure. Pinch the tail. Pinch the tail. <laughs> so, Michael, with uh, with not being able to get on the water as much this year with your uh, your engine problems, did you have a lot yeah. more time to uh, revamp and rework some fly designs, or you still yeah, running you know the what? same old stuff? We, we, no, we've had I, – I've yet to put it in – design but we've we've had some ideas my friend chris Fole has definitely put flies into design that we have thought of that he has put together that are mind-blowing i mean mind-blowing it's like new generation musky stuff i'm not joking um i don't even know if i can give it away what he's doing i was gonna <laughs> say they're super hush hush right right <laughs> oh no seriously yeah. like would he well like we're thinking about it but he always is he's the one doing it um you know for me it's like when we struggled in on saint Clair last year our number one thing was okay we need to be able to go back in that same scenario and catch fish because other guys were catching fish and we weren't so we need to figure out what we need to do for these fish to feel our fly in basically no visibility that they're going to eat it because we're watching boats troll by us we're watching guys cast and they're just banging fish left right and center 
and we couldn't get a sniff. So it's like, what are we doing wrong? There's something. So that's when you really have to think about fly design and what guys are doing with lures and how to try to mimic movements that the lure is giving off that the fly's not because you think of those muskies, they're, they're feeling the vibration. Vibration, yeah. It's a lot to do with right? what, you're, what feeling, you're putting in the water. Something. Yep. They're feeling along their lateral line, and then they come up, and then they see it at the last second. So if your fly doesn't have stuff like that, then it's just going through the water smooth and silk. You know, if there's visibility, quiet. they'll see You're quiet, it. yep. That's right. You're going through stealth. So what you're talking so, about is hanging a spinner off the back or something. Uh, you well, gotta be, you, you know, gotta be clacking and pounding and doing things like that. You know, I, it's not like you know that's where you you get into now. Is it a fly or is like that's where me and me and Chris definitely struggle. It's like okay, you can't add that because now it's not going to be a fly, right? Now it's like bait. No, are you, you know, ca- are you casting on a fly rod? You gotta have a clicker on well, it, like you, a KO oh, yeah, wobbler. You, you need a clicker, bro. Yeah, like, you know, we want to make, like, you know, our, our biggest thing. It's like the, the plopper, you know. Like, you, you watch how many guys catch muskies on, on the, the ploppers, and it's unreal. But how do you make a fly that sits on top that goes plop, 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 as you strip it in? And it turns. Uh, just tie. Sometimes when I tie bad ones, they run like shit. So that's that's pretty much whopper whopper. <laughs> <laughs> get me one that runs really bad and, and rip it yeah but you know it's it's looking at it, we're always looking how guys are doing in the, in the gear world and how we can bring some of that into the fly world like designs and and movements and there's a lot of stuff we're working on um yeah, I don't want to give it away because I know Chris has been working hard at it. So no, we won't um, tuck it out of you. But <laughs> do do you even like during a year? Do you spend any time yourself throwing gear, or is is it all just all? You know, fly, the only time, time I don't throw gear at all, but I will it. troll. Oh, I will fun. troll, but I won't throw gear. No, I have no reason to throw gear. The only place I troll is down on St. Lawrence. That's it. And that's just you when know, you're eating lunch, right? That's right. Tired of you're, you're so tired from casting that big fly all day. You take a break and do some trolling. You know what? I hate I hate trolling. I just rather I don't troll. I, I'll never troll a fly either. I troll geese. Um, but I'd rather catch a fish on a fly than any other way, because after you've done it once, feeling the eat. This year, all my I think all my eats this year came from pushed. So here I am, like, mid-strip, about at my hip, and the line goes slack. So just envision that and how that feels and, like, how panically you try to grab that line again. <laughs> you catch a lot. <laughs> because catch up. there's nothing there, right? You, like, go back to now, like, back and behind your back, and there's still nothing there. It's like, oh, my God, that's official. Just push the fucking, or the, the freaking fly. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> you reach up, you grab the line, boom, there he is. Like, that's incredible. When you feel that, you just don't get that with, with gear. You don't even get that with gear. Like, you don't get the push. Like, that happened so many times to me this year. Oh, it was incredible. I love those eats. Like, I don't, I'm not a fan of the eat of the boat. I have it on, yeah, I just don't like that eat. It's too much of, like, uh. It's like a penalty shot. You're put too much on the spot. I, I love that eat. It gets my knees shaking. Yeah, but you you blow that eat. You've seen it. You you know what I mean. Yeah, it's all bad it. for you. I no like doubt. it when they're yep. like six foot off the boat and you get that big gill flare. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are great. I've got those on video. And the funny thing is I got those on video prior to getting eat me saying I don't want to see an eat. And then there it is. It's like, are you kidding me right now? Yeah. <laughs> like, Remember the ones you want to see, man. Everyone you can. No, the, it is cool. I, it is. As long as it goes down the way you want it to go down. As long as you win. <laughs> So uh, are, are you always running cameras on your boat or? Yeah, I, everywhere I'm always running at least two, like one or two GoPros. And that's another thing as we're trying to do. It's like, you know, after the grind came out, we're trying to up the ante. You know, how can you get better eats? How can you get better camera angles? How can you, you know, how can we make that video now look? Because the pursuit came out and we were like in awe. Oh my God, this is amazing. And then the grind came out, and we we're like, "Oh my god, that pursuit's terrible! <laughs> this grind's amazing!" So we want to do that. We want to keep doing that and keep up in the ante on how we like deliver our footage to the audience. Like, <clears throat> one of my things is I'll say it is I want to get an underwater eat. I want to get. I've been sticking a GoPro on the trolling motor, the neck of the trolling motor, sinking it in the water. And every time I do my figure eight, it's right in front of a GoPro. And I want that eat right there, right on, like, in your face. Just eat it in front of the GoPro, please. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's please. all you're asking for. You don't want to be picky. Right? So what you're I don't care to land you. Just eat it in front of the GoPro. <laughs> eat it and then spit it. So Mark's going to have me following him around for the next two weeks with my GoPro so in the water. Like, yeah. It's like here we are, like don't even care to catch the fish. Now we just want to eat. <laughs> Bro, you here here's how you do it. You gotta you just farm one and, and fish a fly with no hooks. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. You, you you got one cornered in a spot, you you know he's gonna come in there and be a little feisty that that's the one you wanna get on film. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. You, you can't have... yeah, I've been trying to get big ones, but that's the thing, it's like fishing the lakes. It's not as easy and then there's been a few times where I've not been on spot because you got to control the trolling motor to make sure the camera's facing the right way. And there's times I've got eats and the camera's facing the other way. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> that just happened. <laughs> so there's a lot that has to happen for it to happen. Like everything has to line. Um, but yeah, like it's stuff like that. How do you up the ante? You got to think outside the box on how to get these crazy epic eats, right? Like, if I had a guy that would sit underneath the boat the whole time, I'd sit him down there. <laughs> in a cage. He needs to be in a cage. Jay in a snorkeling suit. That's, a, that's right what now, you need. If it's, not afraid, if it's not afraid of the boat, it's going to be okay if you're down there. Just in the shark the cage. <laughs> Just keep yeah. your fingers in tight, right? <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's so, it. So there you go. You had the grind and the pursuit. Your next video can be the eat, and it can be 30 seconds long. You know what? Yeah, that's, that's yeah. I, you know what? I'm 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 trying to push for a show. That's that's what I've tried to do. Is like I've got ideas drafted for a show that I want to create, um, and just basically have it, if not all, but ninety percent musky fishing. Um, it was funny because when you said the eat, that was one of my ideas for the name of the show. It was going to be the next eat, but I couldn't do that because. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the next bite, which is a oh yeah, we next bite, yep. yeah, next so, bite TV, ain't it? That that's right. Yeah. So it's 
too close to that, but I was like, oh, how cool would the next eat be? It's like, oh, yeah, it's too too close with the next bite, right? But that's what you're chasing with musky fishing is the next eat. So in this in this day and age, where do you go to shop up an outdoor TV show? I mean, are you just wanting to do it on YouTube or like is the outdoor to be honest, channel that's, a thing? Like, see, like that's the thing. It's being really good friends with Nick and and knowing his opinion and how he works. That I was always like TV, 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 TV. Let's you know, but TV is not the way. I would rather personally now that he's explained to me that it's YouTube. It's easier for you guys, anyone to watch something on YouTube, any time of the day, anywhere you are, than to be at home on a Saturday morning at nine o'clock to die in a fly to, to wait for you to come on. Yeah. That's... You ain't waiting for me because the bite window says it's eight 30 and you're like, <laughs> yeah, there's a front coming this afternoon. I'm getting out there. You're on the next <laughs> bite. Like, like the real next bite that the true hunt. That's it. That's it. Right. So yeah. The, like, in my eyes too it's it's all on like social media youtube that's where you'd want to go you don't want to make them too long you know like start out slow uh you know five videos six videos a season 20 minutes long max 10 minutes long 10 minutes long max because you don't want to bore people that's the hard thing it's like people have a low attention span so unless you're getting all these crazy epic eats that are just like jaw dropping it's hard to keep people's attention yeah, it it would probably end up being like a like the meteor did this year with Das Boat, just yeah six six episodes, twelve to eighteen minutes long. That'd be perfect. That's it. And that was something like I really enjoyed coming home on Tuesdays and watching. You know. Yep. So that that would like, be great. I would thoroughly enjoy if you did something like that. Well, my my theory, my my idea behind that whole thing was to go fish with guides. Didn't matter if you were got like a, a, a gear or a fly guide, but I wanted to fish with you. If you fish gear, I'll fish with you. Like fish gear, I'll fish fly. Let's see how we do. And that's what I wanted to do was just like, bro, you know, try to explore, like basically, like you know, expose the fly guys more and the guys that are doing it for fly fishing. But if there's a gear guy that wants to fish, let's do it. You, you know. You, you know it. You got to know Aaron Weeb, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. He's a hell of a fisherman, ain't he? You call him up anytime. All he'll, around, he'll fish with anybody, dude. <laughs> he's he's awesome. I love oh, his videos. Dude, that... that guy is he's he's a pretty uncut. Yeah, he's he's good. He keeps my interest yeah, sometimes. He got some weird shit. Yeah, nah, dude. If anything, you so know. You know... Go ahead. Have you seen Taro Murata? Yeah, Taro yeah. I follow. So I'm, I'm, I'm friends with. Yeah, I'm good friends with Taro. Him when and we were uh, at St. Clair. Taro was down there. He's a fishy guy, man. Him and that Paul Cast, they fish. Well, he's more Paul Niagara. Castellano. Yeah, Paul Castellano. They fish. They, yeah. they had like a little competition, oh, a yeah, couple Pete, of series. It was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, they had uh, 39 hours. It was called or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that was it. But that's yep. good stuff for the yep. fishing community. Fishy dudes, I love man. it. Those guys are that they. Yeah, they do it all. See, like Paul Castellano guides all year long here the Niagara, right? Yeah, he's he's uh, probably the guy to go with. There's very few outside of that that you, know, oh, you can 100%. bet your money on. 
hundred percent. Taro the same deal. Taro's stand up dude. Stand up dude. Yeah, you guys definitely got a hell of a lot better fishing up there than we do. So you gotta get well, them, you guys need to get come them, to the monster mash. Get them damn eats <laughs> on film so we can at least see it. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh it's 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 it was tough this year. Well, we we got actually a couple good eats on film this year. I know we did do that. Um trying to think if uh, I, I believe my oh yeah so we we did get my buddy fishbowl chris there he got an amazing eat that he just baffled the hook set and trout set of it <laughs> well i don't know if he trout set it or not you see the rod go up he says he stripped it before the rod went up but you don't see the strip it's the sickest eat you've ever seen. I'm telling you right now, this will that that eat will be in the next video. Yeah, that's an eat. That, <laughs> so it's it's, it's on camera, but eat. it's not a trout set. Yeah, like he it's it's a fish that's in a river system that came off the bank on like the third strip, and you don't see the fish. There's like not much clarity in the river. His third, he's got a fly he calls a slip and slide. And when he pulls it, it darts one way and it stops. He pulls it again, it darts another way and stops. He pulls it again, it darts another way. And then this muskie comes up and just smashes it. Runs with it for a bit and you see the rod tip come up and the fly come right out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those eats that you like can go back and forth on slow-mo and watch it eat and watch the fly. There it goes, there it is. There, it's like, It's great. It's an amazing eat. Yeah. But like we're so we're always rolling like me and especially me and chris we, we always say to each other you know gopro straight is it rolling you on yeah we're always very like we're always on when a battery dies we're, we're quick to change them um and it's just habit right it's always just been habit and i think it's like i think it was the time like one of the first few times that you, you missed an e with your camera off that you're like are you kidding me right now I'm, i think i'm more upset that the camera's not rolling i don't care i got the fish you know, you know how sweet that would have been if someone would have seen that. Like, gets to be a lot well, of work. That's what it is. It's, yeah, it's it's sharing it. It's sharing the it's sharing the eat with people. You know, we all know it's few and far between. So if you can get that on film, you got something to watch all winter or maybe all season. Keep yourself sane and be like, yes, I can still do this. It does work. This is proof. <laughs> Heck yeah! So you know, how often do you guys get you know getting lots of bycatches? Like, are you know you seeing giant smallmouth up there too? I know Jason and I, when we were kids, got to go up to Canada and fish quite frequently, and a lot of bycatch bass up there. Do you guys get a lot of those as well? To be honest, no, no, I don't. Huh. I don't get no. I don't get any. If I'm catching fish, they're all musky. I, I'll be honest. I haven't caught a walleye. Or even a bass, at that matter. Anything on my muskie. For all my, gar pike are the only things that have like ripped my flies apart. That's crazy. But the bycatches for me are few and far between. I know it does happen for others. What's, what standard size reason, fly you fish? Uh twelve mm. inches. Wow, they still get tore up by nah, bucket here. bucket yeah. mouth. Even a largemouth bass. Oh yeah, a big largemouth would eat that up all day long. Don't get me wrong, they will. Um, mind you, I'm not really fishing. Again, I like my deep water stuff. Some of them so same areas, I'm not yeah. Fishing the slop. Yeah, I'm not fishing the slop in summer. Mm -hmm. I'm fishing those deep 30-foot holes looking for suspended fish eating bait. You guys not getting a lot of weed beds there then as well? You're just fishing like the deep areas and that you guys don't Adjacent, really like the yeah, like, 
Yeah, like there's cabbage weed. There is good weed beds and stuff, but I, I'll fish the deep water adjacent to those weeds. So, like, if I have, like, a 20-foot, you know, bowl that comes up to, like, 10 feet that has weeds right to the surface, then that's, to me, but those bass are going to be right up in those weeds, especially come summertime. Not so much the smallmouth, but to get those smallmouth to come up from the bottom, that's a bit tougher, right? Usually the smallmouth in the summertime up here in Canada, they're pegged down deep. So you got to wait all year to eat eat good fish like I do and, and get out on that hard water. You guys should be getting a little bit little bit hard up there, huh? Oh, the water, yeah, everything's froze up here for the most part. Um, not really safe to get out on, but yeah. There's so a just half hard? <laughs> yep, yep, just semi, just semi. Just a semi. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be great. So, yeah. <laughs> it's a professional <laughs> podcast. We love it here. Everybody's <laughs> uh, got a chubby. Yeah. So what? So, uh, yeah. What do you chase on the hard water? You guys do white uh, fish. I do lake trout. I do my crappie. I love crappie. They're my oh, favorite yeah. eating fish. Uh, and I do walleye. And I do brook trout too. I'll do the odd brook trout trip. Uh, this year I just purchased a brand new skidoo. So. Uh, Looking to rip up into the Rap. Brook Trout Lakes this year with that thing, that's for sure. And my my um, kid today, she said, you got to fish harder. I need some crappy. That's what she told oh, me. And, and I said I went trout fishing in a boat. She was depressed about <laughs> She was very depressed about that. So uh, oh, I, I got a freezer full of crappy right now, man. No joke. With the lake trout and uh, even the brookies, uh, when you take those out, are you eating them as well? Not the Lakers, but the Brookies I'll eat, yeah. The Brookies are more put in take. The Lake Trout, we're targeting giants. Old fish. So, oh, yeah, like last year we hooked into our, me and Fishbowl hooked into our two biggest Lake Trout. Uh, I hooked mine. Mine was probably about 20 pounds, maybe a bit over. Uh, an hour later, he made mine look small and hooked about a 30-pounder. Cool. Wow! And all on video again. Even when it's funny because even when we're ice fishing, we're still filming. <laughs> oh, I love it! I love when I see that no in your joke. story, man. That's what. That's good stuff. What pound test and what kind of like? Yeah. You know, I know we when we were crappie fishing, we're you know most of our ice fishing is just smaller rods, you know, through holes, and unless you're going to Lake Erie. Oh, you get but on what some do you, big like, game. With, with, like, having a house there, are you allowed to like cut into the ice with chainsaws? Are you cutting giant holes and? You know what? what no, kind of, no. What's the scenario? Ten inch, ten inch auger. I'm using. I have two huts. I have a one man flip over, and I have a six man uh, Jason Mitchell clam pop up. It's full thermal. Now that we're talking um, fly fishing, but that Jason Mitchell thermal. Oh heck yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah, no, it's money, right? So yeah. I use that crappy and like walleye fishing, but Lake will basically use our one mans. Um, for Lakers, and yeah, for Lakers, we'll use our one mans, but it's it's just easier that way. You're fishing deeper water; you can't jig someone side by side. Yeah, you want to space out your baits, like lines wrapped up. Yeah, you space out your bait. Sometimes you have people sonars that aren't friendly that don't work. We use fish finders when we're ice fishing, so the sonars aren't friendly. So you got to space out a bit. You're not dead sticking like big but, uh, baits for those big fish, are you? You you uh, all like lure it, fishing? No. You're 
like all vertical yeah, jigging? Yeah, well, mostly, to be honest, soft plastics. Yeah, yeah, I, I have noticed that, guys. Big, big white plastics or even tubes and things like that for yeah. the makers. No, not even. Not even. Like, I'll use a three-and-a-half-inch tube. No joke. Three-and-a-half-inch tube has caught me more big lake trout than any other uh, bait ever. What about what's the key a, is, what's another secret weapon? You got like a vibrato. Okay, okay. The big the, the big secret is is it has to be it has to glow. Glow? It has to be glow, has to be glow in the dark. Really? It's deep down there, man. It's probably dark, dark as hell. Yeah, you get a glow in the dark friggin' like a green glow in the dark tube down there or anything that's green glow in the dark. I got glow plastics, right bro. Do you put rattles in them or anything? Glow is key. No, no rattles, and and no joke. Half the time we'll dead stick it, and wait till we mark the fish, and then they chase it down, huh? Or chase it yeah, up? Yeah, you, you wait till it gets like right up to it, till it's about to kiss it, and you pull it away and have some fun. And <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> yep, that's it. That's it. Oh, no, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, last year, last year, man, I had a lake trout eat. It wasn't a big lake trout, but I had it eat in my hole. Yes, I played it all the way up <laughs> to the point. Where I'm, I'm looking down a 10-inch hole. We're, geez, in 10-inch hole. So I'm looking down this 10-inch hole. He was committed. And I can see the lake trout freight train in my tube. It's coming out of, like, the side, trying to eat it and, like, grab it as it's running the other way. Like, it was doing, like, it's amazing what these fish will do. These fish will play right at your feet. Was that from 80 feet down or 50? How far? About 60. That's crazy, man. Did the yep. camera get that? And, Oh, I didn't have the camera down, and I didn't have time to get down there. Oh. <laughs> I know. Yeah, there's, like, too much happens too quick. And, like, yeah, that's another thing. Is like I've always wanted to get, like, a GoPro on a pole, send it down there to get that eat of a laker right there. So but, I wonder how much or how fast your battery would die on a GoPro down there compared to... It doesn't. No, it doesn't. There's a video of someone knows how to... So the way is, is so... You can't control your GoPro underwater, right? You through your phone. The remote. The remote. But if you strip cable wire to the copper and duct tape it to the back of your GoPro and then have the wire long enough that you can strip the other end <clears throat> to the copper and attach that to your phone and duct tape it to your phone. You now have connection at any depth as long as the wire runs and you can turn on your GoPro and use the record through your phone while it's under the ice. Wow. That's I wonder cool. how so, yeah, I wonder how stone the guy had to get the thing of that. Yeah, that, I got some sweet <laughs> ice videos, but you gotta turn your like video upside down if you wanna go down through yeah. the hole. You gotta be fishing, you know, camera to the side of your hole. It's it gets I a little you just need a good editing program. I don't know how to shit edit nothing. Man. Chat <laughs> like, over edits, I can't trout, edit. For these lake trout, for me, I'm using anywhere from six to eight pound test. Fluorocarbon <sighs> leader attached to about eight pound uh, braid. Yep. Yeah, no, dude, uh, I don't know. I think I think with that setup, like you're saying, to stay light like that, just your sensitivity, your feel, your connection, your... Your ability for your lures to work how they should is, is well, most and that's important. just it too. It's like as a fisherman, you have to know when you're given too much pressure on any rod. You can feel that, right? Like we all know the, what too much pressure mm -hmm. is. 
So it doesn't matter on what pound of test you're using. You know that, okay, any bit more and that thing's going to snap. So there's like, you got to have that give, right? Mm-hmm. You got to know how to play those fish out. The tough thing about these fish are, especially the ones that we target up north here in Ontario, is they'll use the bottom of the ice to try to get the bait out of their mouth. So Lay they'll, flat. Run, they'll run right on the edge of the ice where you have to stick your rod down the hole all the way you can so you can get that other angle. Like Because you think of that angle, the, the line coming along the ice and then straight up the hole. It's just trying to cut. So you got to stick the rod tip down and get that angle and bring them away from the top. Hmm. How, how many inches There's of the, ice are you guys, uh, on average, you know, when you're out there, usually go, like, going through 10 inches of ice, 8 inches of ice? What, what's your oh, limit on when you want feet? to get out? What do you get? Oh, to, to, to get out on? To walk on? No, no I mean, well, I mean, well, what do you, you guys get in a season? Are you like a thick ice area? Do you end up with, you know, bringing the power augers oh, out like for more than feet. a foot and... Over well over a foot, well over a foot, like two feet. Wow. Yeah, we we'll have ice into we'll have ice into April where we like jerk fish. Awesome. Mm. Yeah, nah, dude, ice fish. It's like there's I, days we've been out there in t-shirts. It's so nice out. End of the season when they're when they're really biting good, huh? That's right. Yeah, no, nah, it's awesome, man. Do you ever fish for lake trout in the soft water? Uh, yeah, we've done, so I guess got this gem lake I fish all the time. We have made trips up there and we, we do the same techniques. Have you and ever, whether, whether we're in a boat or in the ice, we're doing, we're marked in the boat. We'll throw the trolling motor down, wait till we mark a fish, drop down, have at it. I've been up there fly fishing for them a few times. I've yet to get one on the fly, but I'm telling you right now, it's just one of those lakes that. In the summertime, it's so big that it can just you can just get blown off at no time. And um, it's yeah, it's like a couple hours away, so it's one of those things where you got to have time to be up there to do it and to make it all go down. You do the fall fishing for the the bigger fish when it gets shallow, no, or when our, they get shallow. Our seasons close up here at the end of September for the lake trout because of the spawn. Gotcha. Yeah, no. I'll let, the I Niagara, know. you can go to the Niagara and catch them, but um, uh, around here they're all closed. Yeah, no. I've watched. Real- I've watched videos. Guys will troll the rapellas or cast you know, in fishermen, even you know, and they. I don't know what areas it is. <clears throat> if it's well I, down down in Bay of Quinney in the springtime, guys go down there and pound them trolling, and they're they're like Ontario fish that come in. Yeah, these were somewhere, I guess, smaller chains of lakes. I, I thought I was thinking it was more north, but casting and trolling, I thought it was fall when they were spawning, but uh, just some big, big fish, man. Monsters. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a healthy population of lake we fish, but, you know, do that. We do the crappie. I love my crappie. Uh, we get 15-inch crappie on the norm. That's nothing. You don't call them slabs up there? Oh, they're slabs. Oh, okay. yeah, slab daddies. Just want to make sure. <laughs> yeah. make sure when I show up and I say, I got the slab slabs, people know right. what I'm Welcome talking to about. Slab town, baby. There you go. Slab town, you just arrived. Oh, no, I love that. We're going straight from venison dinners into hopefully some ice fishing dinners, man. That's that's what I'm oh, looking yeah. forward to. No joke, there's a little town up north of there called Slab Town, so every time I drive by to take a picture of it, yeah, it's Slab Town. I'm like, there needs to be good crappy right here. 
<laughs> the name just doesn't make sense if there's not giant crappy. How far from Brown Town <laughs> is that? Is that like Yeah, you know, it's it's a ways from Brown Town. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I live kind of by Brown Town or some people call it Gunstown or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bear Town. It's pretty rough out here, man. <laughs> but hey, yeah, Mike. No, the cra- oh, I was going to say, hey, we we've, we've touched on a lot of subjects tonight and uh we've had you going from about a 121 or so, and uh, is there anything we haven't hit on that you guys you really want to touch on tonight? No, I just appreciate you guys calling in, touching up on the Monster Mash. It was such a successful event. You know, everyone behind that event made it happen, made it is what it was, and it's only going to continue to grow. Having the support from, you know, Dave Huff and his friends in the States there was tremendous, and, uh, you know, even even the prizes that he was bringing up for the event and just wanting the event to do good and grow was, was amazing. You know, it was great to see such a tremendous like-minded people that come together and enjoy the sport that we all love to do. We're all crazy about doing it. Um, and it was, it, it was good to see this happen in Ontario. I uh, can't wait for next year. Hopefully you guys will be there. It'd be great. Do a live podcast from the Monster Mash. I want to see that happen. Hell yeah, man! That'd be fun <laughs> as hell. And we get some of Dave's Huff bourbon. Yeah, no joke. The bourbon uh, flowing around yes, the table. Oh, that's God. right. Some weird shit to come will, out. He will keep you hydrated. Hydrated. <laughs> <laughs> Funny thing is, I'm sitting here holding a fly with his feathers in it. Uh. He's got some crazy feathers, too, he showed us. And I was just like, dude, what kind of stuff are you feeding your chickens down there in Kentucky? (laughs) And then he was like, look at this bucktail. I was like, are you kidding me right now? I was like, I thought we had big bucks up here in Canada. Nothing like that. He has some big stuff. It was amazing. He sent me away a few of the the feathers and whatnot. He's a fishy dude. Dave's a fishy dude. So next year when, uh, when the Monster Mash opens up, where do people register? Do they, is it just a social media thing? Is there a website? What? How's that work? We will have a website. Yeah, it will be a, a link that we'll have. We had an Eventbrite link this year. So it will be that, and it's all through the Municipality of Tweed website that we posted online. We have a Facebook page. Um, so everything will be done through the Facebook page. Um, but, yeah, we announce everything. Everyone shares it. So it was good seeing that support, too, especially afterwards. The amount of people and you know we had letters sent to us saying thank you for the event we had such a good time that was tremendous to see afterwards uh just you know how much people truly enjoyed it that 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 was it was overwhelming that was it was great yeah man i i knew this was gonna be a good one i i put a picture of you up on uh instagram this week and that was yep. the most interaction we've gotten in a long time. Just people, oh, I can't wait to hear Michael. I can't wait. We had so much fun at the at the Monster Mash. And like I said, it was the most interaction we've gotten in quite a while. That's awesome. I so, love that. Yeah, it was, it was good to hear, and I'm glad uh, everyone had a good time, and I'm glad everything went so smoothly for you. Yeah, like, again, next year you guys got to be there, do a live podcast. That would be amazing. I'm holding you guys to that. You're putting us on the spot. <laughs> You're putting yeah, our, you gotta, yeah. you putting gotta, our feet to the fire. Well, there's, there's got to be legal right. to cross the border before then. Yeah, Mark and I have to get our... Uh, I don't have a passport. No, neither do I. Well, get your passports. Get on over. <laughs> it's super if easy not, to do. Just, yeah. yeah. I, you it, know, 
Uh, Jason and I, like I mentioned him many times before, but we did get to spend some time in Ontario, in northern Ontario, and get oh, to musky fishing. Man, there is not a more beautiful area, I don't think, like personally, I've ever seen, and more musky. I mean, we well, saw more musky up there than I've ever seen in my life. I loved it. And like I, I say to a lot of people, especially you guys, if you're ever coming up here, <laughs> let me know. If I can give you any type of info or whatever, I would be gladly to give it to you guys just to have a successful trip happen. That's what it's all about, right? Like, Absolutely. I like seeing people be successful in what they're doing, and that's it, it's such an accomplishment. And to, to be a part of it, that's the best. Heck yeah, man. That, that's the best. That's the best way to be. For sure. And if you guys ever want to ice fish, like I said, hit me up. <sighs> Let's do it. Yeah, some you're, years we don't even get ice. So with you having two feet, man, that's I was. Uh, you're drilling all the holes. I got a power auger. <laughs> I, I was going to show you how to do it with the hand auger, man. That's what we do I here. Got hand augers too. I, I like racing people. <laughs> I, I think that's yeah, good. Well, you you drink, you, right you now, race. If you can do two holes that are two feet thick, yeah, you can drink. Because after the first <laughs> hole, you're going to need hydration. Oh, no, oh, no. Your arms will be jello after the first hole. You're like, no, I'm just sitting down. I'm going to fish now. I don't want to do nothing else. That's it. One hole. This is my spot. I'm done for the whole damn day. <laughs> like, no, no joke. No joke. I've been on my knees to make the last turn to pop the auger through. <laughs> praying. Oh, you were praying ice, you got through. Yeah, you, no need, joke. you need a six-inch auger, bro. That would get you yeah, no down joke. there in no time. Yeah, like we there's been points even with our power augers that we've looked at each other going, do we need extensions? Do we need extensions? I've yet to need an extension, but I've been very like I've had the power head resting on the ice as it broke through. Oh wow! Holy shit! I could yeah, I could see it. <laughs> that's so, crazy talk. That's nuts. Ontario, go visit Fallen yeah. Ontario. That's Fallen Ontario. <laughs> <laughs> Two foot of ice. <laughs> That's a selling point. <laughs> come come down to Tweed where the ice is two foot thick in October. That's right. <laughs> Drill uh, yeah, we were just talking about this off the air. and you, Christmas uh, is coming. Most grown-ups, we all know. you know. In how many days? <laughs> most grown-ups, we're fucking grown-ups. No, no, wait, wait. Most grown-ups have started shopping. Me, I have so, not. So, you know, my wife, you know, she does, like, all of her, like, you know, we'll do, like, our, she, she does her Amazon shopping. Never grow up. You know, and I'll do my, uh, I'll do my Sims and my Yeti and all my, you know, our front, you know, all the good shopping we need to do, you know, buy ourselves, ourselves, our nice things we want for our Christmas, <laughs> you know, and, but I haven't done what, you know, like, I haven't made Santa actually happen yet. And, and, and I hope no under, you know, kids under the age of six-year-olds are watching this, but, or listening to this, but at this point. But, you know, you know that day, you know, you gotta Time go, Time to like, turn us like, off, six-year-olds. Like, you gotta go, like, make that shit happen, you know? You gotta go, like, buy all the little stocking stuff that all makes it happen. You gotta go, like, buy all your little, uh, I know, uh, don't, on Christmas, don't, doesn't a bunch of, uh... I think it works uh, different candy now. Candy canes work, like, don't they show themselves on your tree? Uh, they haven't. But they will on Christmas. Yeah, but also, I don't know. I don't also, know. This is how, like, if like, you slap my, my a gift card down and free Wi-Fi, kids are gonna okay, be see, my lit. parents. My parents always did like a thing where, like, you know, the next like on Christmas night, my dad's a hell of a Christmas present wrapper, and I I got it, so I'm the guy. So I do all that, my like, and they're all like pristinely all corner wrapped. Dean even asked me one day. I was wrapping something in a in house wrap, and he goes. 
you wrap all the Christmas presents at your house, don't you? He goes, I can just tell by the way you wrap the post. <laughs> My wife but, wraps presents like I fold laundry. <laughs> it's like kind of balled up. Still in the oh, dryer. God, so you're the guy. Uh, yeah. Still in the bag, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, my wife's the same way. I'm listen, horrible. last year, no, last year, no, your wife. Oh, yeah, my wife. Listen, okay. last year I finally come across a wrapping paper heard, that heard, will not rip. I want to talk about. Just, is it made of aluminum foil? Foil paper, bro. <laughs> I heard your Mark. I heard your daughter took the the, the step. Like took the step. Uh, my wife mentioned that your daughter hey, is now. Um, let, let's just say, uh, any parents out there, turn this off. Yeah, if your kid's listening, I mean, Jesus, if you let your kid listen to us, you're already an insane bastard. So. Any parents out there? Um, but I heard your kid took the step to, you know, to be like, hey, yo, bro, this is what I want, bro. Oh, yeah. And I need it this oh, yeah. year. And Man, that, you know, I, I, you could see, like, I have we, have we have two six-year-olds, and this is, like, the coolest year yet. Wednesday is going to be my favorite day of the year. Honest to God, Jay, Wednesday when the big man comes around. Yeah, he, that's my favorite day. You know, uh, seeing all the kids with their their eyes lit up, like the, like they have the glow in their eye. They want to see the big man. There was a a picture that came up on my feed, on my on my Facebook feed, and on my wife's too. But it was our daughter when she was one years old at, at uh, right where you know Santa is at your house. That this time every year it was a, you know a couple years be. Uh, a few days before. Yeah, it, it goes to take. But uh, when it was planned out, but it was her, like, when she was one years old and he walked in, she just, like, walked right up to him, got on his lap, and just gave him a huge hug. <laughs> like, just uncandidly, just, that was just, you know, and, like, that picture popped up and it's like, oh, my, my kid loves him. My mom is a Santa freak. My mom owns over, like, 200 like glass figurine Santas, they get like put up in her oh in her living room every year. She probably has more. She probably has like six hundred, but she only puts out like two hundred of the more expensive ones. She has ones. <laughs> she has ones from Poland, Nigeria. Santas from all over the world. Like she is about that Santa life. So the, like, my daughter always grew up with like no she has, Chad. It's bigger, Chad. It is. No, are the, okay. no, are okay. the Polish Santas eating sausages? Yes. That, yes, oh, that yes, was yes, not where yes, I thought yes, that was no, going. I didn't either, but, <laughs> but she has, a, my mom has like a six-foot Santa in her living room that like will sing to you if you step on it, you know what I mean? It has like a microphone. You can actually speak into it, and it'll move its mouth while you're talking, you know, outside of the room if you have like there a, there's like a 25-foot cord on a microphone. So my daughter grew up with that, and like... But it was just, you know, that, that was cool. That the picture popped up, and I love that day. That day's awesome. Mm-hmm. And it just this year seems so, man. With the, uh, oh my God, here's a here's a fucking hilarious story that happened yesterday to me. I know everybody that's uh, 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 gonna listen to this, you know, has one of those Elf on the Shelves. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Our, so ours is named Snowflake. Okay. Mine is Anna, just because you know my daughter's six years old. Fucking Frozen's huge. Oh my god, dude! So it's 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 up on top of the tree, you know, hanging on to her star on top of her Christmas tree. Well, I bring the blower in, the little the Walt blower I have that hooks up to the battery. Did you blow on and off the tree? No, 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 no! I didn't, I didn't. <laughs> so, but I I I forget. I, I had it in there just to take the uh, battery out of it to use it for a drill because I was putting up some lights and stuff in the. In Did the you kitchen. turn it on? In the kitchen. Well, no, but Press I showed the no, no. Listen, no, but I showed my daughter. If you blow it at the dog, the dog freaks out, and and, and she had total fun with that. Well, 
while she's doing that, Anna, Anna, gets knocked off the tree and, and said, you know, other things happen. And now Anna is now in my dog's mouth. And sitting, <laughs> and sitting on the cat and sitting in the chair, getting fucking chewed on by, by our, uh, by our, you know, chocolate labradoodle. Yeah, everybody knows Brutus every here at the here at the, at the podcast table. He's he's a maniac. He's two years old, a little over two years old, and he's a you know maniac labradoodle. He's a two year old lab, basically. Yeah, he's a two year old lab with long hair. He's a lab. He's a hard headed lab. You're, no, your dog, your dog today, Jason. Jason said. What happened? You did, my I dog did, didn't no, piss. A, my a, dog didn't piss all over you, yeah. and I'm like, your dog. He goes in my better house. Respect me. He goes in my house by himself before I even go in there. I'm, I'm looking for Jason. I'm like, where the hell are you, dude? He's in the house already. I'm like, I walk in. He's already in the house, and the dog's waiting on me <laughs> at the door. Yeah, tired of me because I was like, get, <laughs> away, like, get away from me. Don't well, jump like, on me. I'm like, dude, the dog didn't like attack you and like piss all over the place. Like, nah, no, not at all. I'm like, wow, that's like that's a first. But anyway. Set this dog on its way, like got so pet it my, and let it low. My, but as my as as that elf in the shelf is getting chewed on, my daughter comes into the kitchen. You know, as I'm putting the the her lights into her kitchen, her pendant lights. Ah! Oh, I mean, total tears. Oh my god! I'm going to do You know, just total, just total, total fucking mess. And I'm like, <laughs> I I mean, and and you know, at this point, I'm freaking out because I know I know the repercussions of what is about to fucking happen. Like this is like an epic life-ending kind of situation, you know. And I'm like, oh my god, I just hope her face isn't chomped to death because I could fix anything else. So we go in. I go in there, and he's the, the the doll is sitting in the dog's chair with the dog, and I'm like, no, you didn't, dude. You know, and he immediately the dog knows. Like the dog immediately knows. He's like, oh, I I messed up, dude. I I'm eating shit, you know. And so he just he just dismisses himself from the situation because he knows he's 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 done wrong. And I'm like, I'm grabbing the doll. Like, no, you can't grab the doll. It's okay. Only a Dad, in certain situation, can save a doll. Okay. <laughs> and we put him right back where he was. And then when she goes back tonight, Santa will fix her and, and make sure she's just an A-OK formation to come back. I'm, I'm glad you guys got Elf. There's no Elf on no damn shelf at my house. But <laughs> no, I'm just saying. So, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, be happy. This was like a, like an almost a tragic moment in my child's life. She like was like, oh, Snowf- freaking out. Snowflake lost his hat. Behind our stove. Did your kid lose it? No, my wife did. <laughs> oh god! My did kid you, can't touch it. Did you? Did you pull your stove out? No, I just found out today that where it was. Oh jeez. <laughs> so there's rules to Elf on the Shelf. No, you can't oh, touch it. Oh yeah. Well, oh, well, well, then only parents can touch it in certain situation. No, ours if it, it falls. We just got. Today's we we got to keep the cat away from it. Uh, I was gonna say you just like sweep it up with a broom. No, 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 oh. no. There's no touching the elf on the shelf. Yeah, I don't. We don't. No, nah, no elf on the shelf at my house. Just uh, you don't have a black elf on the shelf sitting around your house. Jesus Christ! What the fuck? We're is lucky wrong to here, have man? presents under the tree. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Live on the other side of the tracks. God damn it! <laughs> rap music is prevalent, and, the, and there's projects. Or rap music is prevalent. Rap <laughs> over there. And they're, they're, hey, at least there are hybrids on your side of the tracks. That's right. We'll it's take all, that. It's all good in the hood. We'll take those. Uh, nah, I, uh, dude, I'm lucky. Uh, lucky I live where I live, cause then I could, you know, go both states and beat everything up. 
Thank got you. To, got to hunt the PA this year. Just wanna, finished up the weekend in in yeah. hunting. Uh, got out a few different times. Take the kids to school. Get back out there. Seen some deer. Didn't see no big bucks. So that's life. You, you hunt. You hunt. You hunt. You hunt for that one shot. I've seen a bunch of deer though, man. It's definitely a lot of deer. Got the cops called on me once. <laughs> or or something. I don't know. The cops called me one day and asked me if I was down there, and I'm like, well, yeah, that was my truck. You got the. You got the license plate. That's how you got the phone number. The so co- what's up? The cops got the Jace called on them. Yeah, they pretty <laughs> much. Pretty much, they must have needed my help, so they called me. <laughs> I don't know if they wanted some tips or what, but I shoot it right to them straight. I could have told them, you know, I don't answer shit. Have fun. Have a great day, sir. But, you know, because you never want to incriminate yourself. People are ridiculous. In the fight, you know, over, I think. You know, we got to keep fishing how it is, because if we don't, we're going to lose it the same way we're losing hunting, and that's people fighting over it. You know, there was, uh, well, that, that sign we saw today even was a little weird. It wasn't an upside-down posted no, sign, because no. that's not legal. No, that doesn't no. say posted. No, it wasn't that. No, there was a sign at the put-in, you know, and it, it, it uh, talks about, like, you know, just the normal trout stocking. Oh, walk, but it said walk-in walk no, only. No, it's a walk-in walk only. only. Yeah, and that could go anyway. Anybody could... Just like the just like the cop told me on the phone, Does that he mean said we're not supposed to just no. That means I think we're no no ATV, ATV four wheeler. Uh, you, you see how that was that trail right uh, at the bottom one. I watched a guy come like, out of that trail on a side by side. He today. probably owns it. He very well may, but that's... I said, and him and his wife waved at me. Yeah, that's that's for ATVs and bikes. Ah. Yeah, that's not pertaining to to rafts. You're legal. Oh, uh, yeah. I was just, I was just, it's just weird, you know, the walk-in only. That's kind of a odd. Yeah, it'd be like, it'd be like a... Uh, right, right next to the, you know, where they're talking about the, you know... The trout stalking. The, the fishing in general, yeah. you know, like... Huh. You never know. Sometimes there's just that little bit of right-of-way because there is an agreeance. You know what I mean? Oh, I don't, okay, I love that. Keep da, it up. Da, da, da. I love it too. I, well, we were, I turned it down. As, <laughs> I was rocking song. Christmas music on the way fishing this morning. This is the only Christmas music I let. Little, little bit of Christmas music. No, Michael Blue Blay, dude. No, oh, no, I will listen no. to Michael Blue Blay all day long. No. Do you have it, Turpo Gay? Not that for fucking Frank, Frank Sinatra. I love Frank Sinatra. Jason, Christmas you got music. your normal haircut again. Do you have Turpo Gay? No. You, you ain't got your normal haircut? No. That's, oh, you're still doing the, the weirdo yeah, flip? Yeah, yeah, emo? Yeah, no, whatever it's, not, the... it's not emo. I have I, I have my part shaved in I'm by just my wife. Jo- I'm just she joking does a great job. Just joking Nolan sees my hair. Chad's son sees my hair. He's like, I want my hair just like Ch- Jay's is. Yeah, because he can't say that about his dad's because his dad's <laughs> fucking falling <laughs> yeah, out. Well, well, he, would, he would get it, have his head shaved off. He'd, get, he'd have a Yeti hat on half the time. He'd be getting a horseshoe shaved in his head. With a Yeti hat on. He'd have a hat, he'd have a hat with like hair on the side. <laughs> he'd look like Dean at six years old. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, oh sorry we went left real quick there on, uh, uh, on the hairstyles. No, man, that, that's what but, it is. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't. I no, shave it and let it grow and shave it and let it grow. Yeah, well, you guys are fucking weird. So, uh. I, I went to drop my grandma off last you night. You also wear flannel and have fucking gay-ass beards. Speaking of my beard, I went to drop my grandma off last night at the... Uh, at she her tell you <laughs> you have a beard like yours? No, but but there was a they were having their Christmas party at the uh, at the retirement home. And my beard's starting to turn white. Uh, I'm starting... 
when it's longer, I get like white patches on the side. And I'm starting to gain a little bit of weight. I'm going to be Santa. I'm going to play Santa at the malls. At the Dude, mall or at the I actually, show? I brought this up to the guy at work. Okay, I work with a guy every day. He's 56 years old or 7, whatever. And, and like, since I've started no, working with like people. Well, you know, but since I started working there, I'm like, dude, you got a giant, giant, you can grow a giant white beard, dude. I'm like, you should start growing in October and just let it grow out, and you have your part-time gig. <laughs> you got it, dude. You could be Santa. Gain a little bit of weight. Drink okay. more more Miller High Life than you already drink, I guess. I don't, I don't know no, how that's possible. No. Santa time of year, you don't drink Miller Lights. That's champagne. You got, you got to drink rum chata because it looks like milk. <laughs> Even better. I'm just if saying. He, if he put a pillow though in there, it, it, it's it's spot on. Exactly. No, but uh, that's gonna be my goal. I'm gonna I'm gonna be Santa. Yeah. Good for you. You someday. I could be jolly. I can have a, the wholehearted you, laugh. You you already are jolly, <laughs> and you already have a wholehearted laugh. So you're 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 halfway there. You 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 laugh more from your belly. Than anybody sitting at this table. We all laugh fake in comparison to you. Fake. Don't you think? You're fake. Your laughs are fake. No, mine are real. No, his is real. The mine rest of real. ours are fake as <laughs> shit. Chad's comes out of his stomach. His belly button. It is. That's where they come from. They they originate in my belly button. And he will grab his stomach and he will laugh. You, you are. You are fucking Santa. I at am. a young age. Wait, wait. You're Tim Allen. You are. You are Tim <laughs> Allen at a young age. I want you to the cocaine You're addiction. You're getting all fat and sloppy. <laughs> <laughs> right? He Am I wrong? To, did, no, I, did I say I was so wrong? No, he went to jail for selling cocaine. Well, if you're selling cocaine, you're on cocaine. <laughs> he probably tasted it to see if it yeah. was good. Yeah, this has got to be good, right? I've got to try it. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, bring that up. Bring that up. Okay. That, now that we're on the cocaine subject. um, Listen to this. I haven't watched... South Park, and I saw Tranny <coughs> bring up something on uh, social media. He hasn't watched South Park in a while either. I haven't watched South Park in probably 15, 16 years, to be honest. And I used to love it when we were kids. We lived on South Park. Wait, wait. Just so everyone knows, Tranny is a translator. Yeah. Okay. On Instagram. <laughs> and he brought... He he, 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 he he took a picture of the, the, of the, the South Park he was watching. And I seriously, I don't know, I don't know why it was on Comedy Central. My wife and I really, we watch True TV. That still exists, Comedy yeah, Central. Yeah, yeah, we don't really watch it. And for some reason, it was on it. And South Park is on. And it happened to be the most amazing South Park I have ever seen. Was it better my, than Red Rocket? Dude, Tally was in it. <laughs> Tally was in full force. You said enough. So, <laughs> listen to this. Okay, everybody knows the characters, right? Stan, Kyle, Cartman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're not even they're not even in it. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's it's even a, it's it's about the best character of all time. Who is Dolly? No. Kenny? No. <laughs> Stan's dad. Oh, uh, Randy. Stan or Randy? Yeah. Randy. Randy. Mar- Brovlowski. <laughs> Just amazing, dude. Uh, he, Remember when he learned to play the guitar, or was showing the kids how to play the real guitar? Yeah, and then they went to play guitar. No, 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 no. Listen, so so he he creates like he he's 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 doing the legal marijuana thing, and he starts putting cocaine in his marijuana, <laughs> <laughs> and there and he, he calls and he's starting to like 
selling is like this, like you know, the the Christmas, like the snowies, you know, like you gotta get this, you know, and 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 all of a sudden he's like, they're like this, then they they outlaw that, like like the marijuana for like just the Christmas time, and and he's like, oh well, this can't happen, and da da da. He goes, I've been through this before, so he goes through the whole process of the legalization of marijuana, you know, the, all the protesting, blah blah, blah. they got to get it produced from medical medical, and then da 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 da. And he goes through this whole thing, and they like fast forward to so many months. Boom! Now he's selling the you know the cocaine on on his on his marijuana, and and then they just they do marijuana free, marijuana free. So it's just three cocaine. <laughs> just don't take cocaine and yeah. Did anyone see these sweaters that Walmart got pulled from the shelves? No, oh, it's great. It's Santa doing lines of cocaine. Oh, I need three. Walmart had them. No, but. It was, dude, and, and, and it they was, didn't know it. Oh, they didn't know what they were selling. And they're just, they're just selling the same stuff for the Christmas. And I, I would, I would advise anybody who's into that kind of thing. I haven't watched it. Like I said, I haven't seen this stuff since we were kids. What do you mean that kind of thing? I'm looking at a picture of of Santa with like a oh, ball, like a oh, whole amazing. pile of eight balls and three. So lines. He ends up, they end up getting, they end up getting Santa, but they end up making a co- the cocaine here. They're making the cocaine in in Denver, Colorado. Colorado. And it's and it's all natural, nice, pure cocaine. He ends up getting Santa and Jesus to do the cocaine. So <laughs> so Santa does the first thing. He's like, I haven't done this stuff for years. And he does. It, he's like, Wow, this is uh, this is uh, wow, this is really pure. Oh my god. Oh my. Oh wow. What? Oh my god. This. Oh holy shit. This is amazing. Oh the and then. And then Jesus comes along, and they're like, Jesus, you gotta, you know, you gotta try the just, just give it a try, just, and then, you know, that Brandy's talking about, just give it a try. He tries it. Holy, oh my gosh, oh, wow, this, this is, this is really good. Oh my God, this is great. Sure, Jesus Holy. has tried plenty. So you know, it just, it, it was, man. If if you're gonna go watch any South Park, I would, I would say watch this one. This one was really good. <laughs> That or uh, the one with a uh, heavy metal, where they were cheesing on the cat whiz. You're going back though. Yeah, this is new. Like I was surprised. This is like the newest one out. Yeah, but but and listen, it was right on point. Listen, ten years or whenever when you were watching it back then, uh, Air, Air America, like you know, what I mean, wasn't easily offended. Now, now they put that out and people don't bat an eye. They're like, oh, new South Park. Jesus oh sure, cut. sure. Yeah, and the stuff that they bash on—it's all—it's never gonna quit. It's all the same reoccurring thing. Well, it's super and, topical. And, yep. and and it's all super like yeah, exactly. It's, it's all current. Super, like, it's very current to what's yep. happening that's, right now. That's why it's animated the way it is. <laughs> but it's like the second <laughs> second longest running. Yeah, behind and the Simpsons. You know, I had my daughter South watch. Park Simpsons. Is I had my still do- doing yes. new episodes. Well, yeah. I had my daughter watch four episodes of Simpsons the other day. That was all the Christmas ones, like in a row. And I'm like, this is the longest running cartoon of all time. Watch that for sure. She actually sat and watched it. She liked it. We watched Simpsons the one where they got, uh, where they got uh, the, the dog at the racetrack. Oh, yeah. No? Yes. No, nobody, yes. Else, nobody else is Simpsons fan around here? Oh, me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah, when they got, when they got the fucking the, the dog. Nah, I, you know what? I never had Fox growing up, so I couldn't, I couldn't watch it. I got it, man. I know what you're talking about. I watched it plenty of times. Many a times, and usually uh, Family Guy's on before it. And well, they had like the Christmas specials when you were a kid. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. I always watched the Christmas sure. special. <laughs> so, 
Hey, let let's get All right. back on the yeah, rails just, just for a minute, and then we could we could skew as far off as no, we want. I, I want to talk about Mark's musky fishing. I know, because I want to talk about this fly that he has that we've all been oogling for one. Mark, start Hold talking. On. Of all the times, really? Get your, get your chew out of your mouth and start talking. <laughs> no, I was trying to see what the end of the Niners game was. They lost to the Falcons. Really? Yeah. The Falcons of all fucking teams? Yep, go figure. <laughs> Jesus. I know. Beat everybody and then... Did Dallas win? I didn't look at that. Oh, okay. I'll Nobody look, I, cares. I'll look now. I'll look now. Go ahead. <laughs> I, yeah, I zoned out there long enough. But this beast. Yes, I want to talk about that thing. Uh, that monstrosity. This stemmed off of... How many inches is it? Well, if you tail pinch it about 18, if you long arm it, you can make it look like it's 30. 18, though? 18. 18? There was a uh, dead muskie with a, uh, like, a, a pretty well near the, the pole that we fish, and teeth marks all up the back of it. So kind of like musky colored up changer, but I don't know heck. It's got probably 30 mil in the back going up to close to 40 on the back three shanks. Then goes to a six aught, and then goes to mid low forty millimeter shanks up to another six aught. Both uh, Eric Stinger hooks in it. Swims good. It kills better than I thought it would. It needs a little more weight. Kills real good on a fast strip. If you slow down a little bit, wants to move a little. Does it snake so, when it when you strip it in? You know it does a bit, but it more almost kind of still does long side to side sweeps. Okay. And there's, there's a lot going on there for that thing to snake well. Figure eight's good, though. But made it for that big fish I've been trying to get. So did you throw it uh, yesterday? I did. I did. I didn't want to go right into it, pounding it, just because the thing was so heavy. I don't want to make some big splashes. So I was like, I'm going to go in, hit the pull with the fly that I've been moving the fish on, and then I'm going to move and come back with this fly. I'm only going to come in and make like maybe 10, 15 casts, move and come back. And probably like 10 or 12 casts in, I moved a had a fish come in hot. And it was kind of one of them fun ones because it wasn't like nose right on the back of the fly. This one was like diving and darting. And just every time it saw the fly move, it would make a mad dash to hammer and it would miss. And it would zero right back in on it. Probably made like five turns on the eight. And this thing swiped three, four times. And on the, like the fifth time, I got way out far left. The fish swiped and missed, and it just turned immediately. It was right behind it. So as soon as I turned to the right, I had a long three-foot section to run, and I swiped it straight, like, fast, and it just took off, hammered it right at the end of it. All I really had to do is lift the rod, set him, lean back, grab the net beside me, lifted the rod up over my head, slid the net right up underneath him. <laughs> Easy as that. Mm-hmm. It's not about the fight with these fish. No, and that one was so much fun. I mean, it's I was... Like we talked about, we had that front come in, and all week long it was showing Saturday, 4 o'clock. So it's like, perfect. I get out of work, there's going to be a couple-hour window, it's going to be money right there, and sure enough, the storm ends up coming through late Friday and early Saturday. So by the time I got there, it was junk. It went from like rain to just heavy, wet snow. And it's just, I was surprised to see that one. That was right off the bat, and the only fish moved all the rest of the evening. Kind of did that, came back, hit some spots with that big fly, and fished it a decent bit. But never saw another fish moved. Nothing. But that one there was a, just a chunky fish. It was all head and shoulders and, like, no body. Everything think, we've seen out there has been fat. Well, do you think 
Do you think that has to do with the time of year and it being, you know, the time of year where those fish are just getting thick and fatter and just... I don't know on that or, one, no. no. I think that one's more just strain or, or, or genes. Do you, do you Something is genes that's just, like, going to be one of them just... You know, or do you think female? Do you think it might just be a female? That could over, be. Uh, over being a male? That could be. I mean, because it just, it wasn't, like, fat-bellied. It was just so big around, the whole fish, the whole way. I mean, like, down to the tail. The tail was, like, for a 30-inch fish, it felt like you are holding a, a bigger fish. It was just stocky. It, that's like the common conception, right? Is a, a male fish is going to be maybe long, leaner, or not even longer, but just leaner, skinnier. And a female fish is usually going to be a little bit thicker and fatter. I mean, it, all year round, even I would say, right? I mean, I, I don't know. I'm I'm just asking, you know, what you guys think you as think. well. Ah, there's a little bit common of different body structure. You're going to have that long head little bit of a longer head on a male you know maybe more of a snaky body versus that just that bulk a female is going to keep that little more bulk you know but nice fish mark got the black double yeah, in there that man. comes in the starter it comes in the starter pack go pick one up hold one of them right and here that's, hashtag that's Lexington what, steel would you cut that fish on <laughs> pretty much i did a couple of them Flash colors and stuff change in it, but, but I mean, yeah, same concept, simpler. same everything. Yeah, I threw a little bit of purple up in the head, and it's 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 got bucktail and uh, it's a heat bucktail like and a synthetic, a synthetic head. Yep, just a brush head. You're not you're doing brush heads, not dubbing heads. Yeah, these used to be all brush heads on these. I mean, on the ones you're swimming yourself. Both. Both. And you, you haven't seen a difference in the way they swim one compared to the I- other identical okay that's yep absolutely identical these may i uh-uh. mean maybe a little bit of a longer turn because these it's not is as in the brush heads these is in the brush heads yes where the the dubbing may jackknife a little bit quicker but in all no nah. i was just going through using up some dubbing i had to see what it was like just trying to get that fly that's going to fish off the first strip and hit the water and already cut into it and they work good. I found these are working just as effective. Yeah, and they're they're quicker to tie. Mm-hmm. Once you have the brushes made up, they're quicker to tie. And the thing is, is if it's staying up a little too much and they're not quite, or they're kicking a little too like wide, just take a little bit out of the brush, make them just a little bit thinner. How many wraps on the head are you usually doing? Three. Three. If, if it's a really thick brush, too, if it's depends on that, but three. Three. Like this one here, though, man, like two on a brush that I'm holding. That that's a really thick pink brush that Mark's holding. It looks like a big pink and black caterpillar. It does. The brushes you made look really good. I I'm I'm actually impressed. I was when I came in and looked at them. I was yeah, yeah, Tim, good job, Mark. Your brushes are rolling about six inches long. (laughs) (laughs) No, for real. uh, Is that what we call six? Well, that one there. I tell my wife that was like nine. This was a full one. I cut that a little bit because that has a little bit of a different fiber. (laughs) Stuck in a piece. Yeah, nine around. The ones I tie, the ones I make, the brushes I make are three and a half to four inches long. Maybe they won't know. But I I make them for one head. You know. Yeah, I could do. Say what? A a whole one? You would use that whole thing? On a head? Yeah. No, I use three of these on a head. One three. of those on three heads. Or one of these oh, on three, maybe four, it. actually. Well, I could you. probably Three wraps. Three wraps. Three wraps. Four wraps. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm saying, even if you were looking to use something to fill in some areas on some bigger flies, you know what I mean? In between bucktail. Well, chunks way to prop it, yep. You could 
do one or two wraps and then middle regular tie bucktail in and it would sit like, on top straight stand it up in 90 degree up against it that'd be until you until you started swimming it but, no I mean it would still but it would but it would only go back so far it, it would go back it as out. far as as the brushes yeah yeah, brushes, yeah. yeah. That, would, that would definitely stand I've done it that out before almost like body tubing yes almost like body tubing similar concept that's like a almost like a cotton candy that's like a that shit looks like a woven blanket, that one there. It's got orange, every color in it. Orange, pink, and blue. blue. That's it. That wow. would be good with looks that. Looks like a bunch of different colors. It does. With that crazy uh, color I dyed. I like yeah, that. Yeah, that peach. I like that yeah. flashy one. This one here, uh, Tony had sent me. That's like Mardi Gras. His new flashing fiber. It's nice. I got this on a feather game changer, this same pink, like a pink and black. It's worked. Yeah, he has uh, nice color. That, that new flash and fiber. It's it's nice stuff. It's soft. It uh, makes it in the brush as well and make good tailing material. But it uh, resembles well, like an SF blend. Did you see the the picture he put on uh, social medias of him holding a ten pound bag of uh, oh, that yeah. mean, angel hair flash? A it, lot of material. It was a garbage bag full. He posts a lot, but I like the sticker posts a lot more. Now, there's like, like three sticker. Like, there's like three sticker posts. They're and like Trailer they, Park Boys. They they look like <laughs> guys that belong at our table. <laughs> one's like smoking a J. One sitting there hanging out, drinking a drinking a glass full of uh, some kind of brown. Don't you mean rolling a cigarette? <laughs> sure, it might be a pre-rolled cigarette there. You want to, yeah, if you want to call it that. After a pre-rolled cigarette? And then the guy holding the fly with the oh, those, those are pretty cool. That's different, you know? Kind of going outside the box. Yeah, man, I, I, I dig them. them. They're cool. These new uh, products are nice, ma- though. He's making those <laughs> on, like, the computer? I think so, yeah. Really? Tablet, something like that. Huh. <laughs> That's like what? We're gonna have to we're gonna have to look into some of that nonsense, and tomfoolery. Yeah, dude, make <laughs> me with one with like a two can nose, please. Oh, speaking of that, no one responded. I I sent a picture in our group text the other day of just a Steelers shirt with a bunch of two cans on it. I thought everyone would get that it was a joke about Jay's no, nose. I didn't get that. I, I saw the two cans. I, I saw the Steeler logos. I don't logos like the two. Uh, it, no, I, didn't, I couldn't even look past the Steeler yeah, logos. Yeah, me neither, man. Yeah, Ash was like, send a picture of Jay. That looks like him. It's like, okay, I have to do it now. Why, thank you. Why, thank you, Ashley, for telling me I look like a two can. I was like, I have to do it now. So, hey, do we have anything else we want to uh, touch on? Tonight? Yeah. You could cover it well. Well, Good t- luck out there Christmas shopping if you haven't done it. Get oh, shit, man. I'm going to fight the masses tomorrow. Mm. Ah, you should be oh, good. Oh, we're going down to Monday. Pittsburgh, Ross Park Mall. Next few days. Oh, it's going to be insane. Oh, yeah. Oh, I like going out late and beating up old ladies for what I want. I like I like doing that, but I always like to have a buzz on while I do it. You have to have a buzz on if you're going to clothesline an old lady for the last minute <laughs> <of mine>. You're <laughs> like, Every oh, t- you like that? You like the LOL surprise doll? I just kicked out your knee, bitch. Every time I've clotheslined <laughs> an old lady, I've had a buzz on. Oh, you're <laughs> damn right. You just push a shopping cart into them really hard. They look at you like, oh, my God. And all the women around you look at you like, oh, my God, too. And it's great. <laughs> okay. And then your wife picks it up. All right, Jason. Real fast, before we easy. before we do get on out of here, 
Uh, Stephen Weissner and Josh Meltzer are making a their own podcast. They're going to have. I, I was talking to him a little bit yesterday, on and off. It's going to be a lot of on-air recordings, like while he's fishing. He's got like mic up people while they're fishing. It's it's going to be a good show. And if anyone's listened to any of our older episodes with Steven on, he's a fucking personality. So, awesome. Smelter caught a doozy recently, too. Yeah. So, we've all met Steve as well. He was an awesome guy, right? Sure. Nope, Where'd nope. you meet him at? No, nope, not Steve. Are Weister. you high? I'm sorry. Not Steve Weister. I'm thinking of the, I'm thinking of, uh, <laughs> I'm thinking of the guy from Michigan. I'm sorry. Not Steven. Tommy Lynch. Yeah, I'm thinking of Tommy Lynch. Yeah. Sorry, we did meet him. Not, Tommy not, Lynch was not fucking Steven. badass, Steve, but. But Steve is good to talk to. Yeah, Steven has he's a personality. Yeah. For sure. So that's gonna be the show that anyone that has an extra little bit of time to listen to an extra show, that's one to check out. I know I'm gonna be listening to it. So uh on that note, tonight's show it has been recorded in the Urban Fly Company studio. Right here in Happy Dappy, West Middlesex, Pennsylvania. Go check out Sims Fishing. It's that time of the year. They got the best cold weather gear out there. Hey, man, I'm wearing it. Mm. Uh, also, Eric's hooks. If you're going to tie a fly, put them on Eric's hooks. I know we put a couple of Eric's in the tree today, and uh, they're sticky. Jump out of there to get jumped out to save some hooks. Just the hooks. Flies really do They go through a muskie's mouth like butter. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely uh, check out Yeti. Check them out. They got some of the sweetest products out there also to beat some of the weather and keep your stuff dry like some of the dry bags we use today and coolers and all the nice stuff yeti.com check them out check out the app the dock from why not fishing and hey while you're uh, doing your last minute christmas shopping look up some of our previous guests like river tactical flies or like queen city guiding predator fly and predator fly gear they so, got all the sweet stuff man you want to get somebody's Something really nice. Some of the new stuff they got out. They got the brown trout. They got some of the, you know, yeah, newer new designs. Yeah, it's uh, everything from what lanyards, belts, different stuff. Check them out. And Nick Mayer Art, if you're looking for a great Christmas gift, you know, a good art piece of artwork goes well in somebody's uh, fly tying area. Mm-hmm. Stuff you can just, you know, put up. It's nice to have around. Speaking of Christmas gifts, starter packs, fifty bucks shipped to you. Probably got enough time. It's close, but I can have them out in a few days. And all them flies seem like they could pretty much be thrown on like a 10-weight even. Oh, easily, yeah. That's what I'm throwing a lot of them on 10. You can throw a lot of them on 9-weight. Yep. Absolutely. 9-weight and intermediate, you're in business. Easy to cast, easy to fish. And they get down. Yep, they get down. They'll be in the strike zone for you. So, on that note, we will be coming back next week. Do we have a guest next week? At this point, no. At this point, no. We're going to be doing a lot of bullshitting, drinking, because it's, it's Christmas, man. About. Because it's four days be- or three days before Christmas next yeah, week. Right. So I didn't even know we were going to have a show. Uh, that's up in the air. We'll, you we'll girls try to are going to have to get some shotguns out and take walks or something. If you're not going to fish, you're going to hunt. We will shoot a shotgun off on air out, out <laughs> the window. I swear to God. Oh, I'm <laughs> off that Saturday. I'll be fishing. <laughs> so, if you're not going to fish, you have to hunt the rules. We'll, we'll definitely do something for next week. So, we will catch you guys next week, man. Rock and roll.